Hey now, this is Joe Antonio on the Joe Antonio Show. Welcome to the Joe Antonio Show. Our content is not intended as legal, medical, or financial advice. We are not attorneys, nor do we play them on TV. Void where prohibited. Batteries not included. No purchase necessary to win. We are not responsible for personal items left in car. Dealer participation may affect actual cost. Any resemblance to any person living or deceased is coincidental. Actual price may vary. See dealer for details. Shake well before use. Keep frozen until ready to serve. Contents under pressure. Caution may be hot. Has been known to cause birth defects in laboratory animals. Use only as directed. Not to be taken internally. Not to be taken literally. Should not be used by pregnant women or nursing mothers. Void direct contact with eyes and skin. If rash develops, discontinue use. Keep hands and arms and legs inside the cage at all times. Do not attempt this at home. No clients were harmed in the making of this podcast. Member FDIC. Hey now.
guys to the Joe Antonio Show on a Wednesday. God, it's already Wednesday this week, guys. Perfect. I'm happy. Let me raise these mic volumes here. A little uh, wallflowers right there with one headlight to kick off tonight's show, guys. Today, December 7th. Um, yeah, happy Pearl Harbor Day to all of our fallen soldiers. Um, you know, they had to go through the uh, craziness of Pearl Harbor, uh, fought for our country during World War II. I salute you today um, on this. Uh, Pearl Harbor Day, December 7th, guys. Joe Antonio Show. Ooh, hey now. Uh, yeah, guys, welcome to the show. It's Wednesday. We got an action-packed show here tonight. I got my man Boogie Knights here on the panel with me tonight to uh, help me out here. Uh, I know Hanny's a little bit under the weather. What's up, Boogie Knights? What's going on, Joe? How you doing? Oh, man, welcome. Yeah, I talked to uh, I talked to Hannah before the show, and I don't know. She wasn't feeling good. I don't know if she's got COVID or she's got RSV or the flu, you know? <laughs> I, <laughs> I kind of got an idea, but yeah, eh, she, you yeah. know, I love it now that's the, uh, now we're dealing with, um, you know, guys in, in the country, we're dealing with the, the flu season, which is, you know, getting crazy now, you know, we still have COVID kicking around and, uh, now we have RSV, uh, this new, you know, respiratory illness. So now you know what they're calling it boogie is the, the triple demic is what they're calling it now. Oh man. I love it. Yeah. It just keeps getting better and better as it, as the years fly by. Yeah, more sh- more shit to scare the crap and you know out of you every single day. You know we're heading into the holiday season. We're supposed to just you know be like, oh man, it's the holidays. Everything's gonna be great. And it's like, well, you better watch out for the RSV, the flu, and the COVID virus. Guys, we're calling it the triple demic. I-, I love how these fucking news outlets have to come up with a name for everything. Isn't it amazing? <laughs> it's it's a trifecta of go fuck yourself. Is basically, I mean. Uh... Yeah, don't have a life. Don't spend any time with, uh, <laughs> uh, with your any of your friends and family this holiday. Uh, just be home and think about the triple demic the whole entire holiday season. Uh, it's great for your mental health is what they're trying to push that type of narrative on you from the media. It's great. I'm all about a threesome, but not this. Just- <laughs> yeah, uh, this is a little too much for me. Yeah, <laughs> for our standards, at least for at least me. Yeah. And yours. <laughs> oh, Absolutely. My God. Oh God. Yeah. It's, it's, it's amazing. I'll tell you boogie. Um, I'm thinking about it now today because the holidays are getting closer. They're, they're fastly approaching. And, uh, Oh, by the way, guys, so I, you know, I, I played a, uh, I played that song by the wallflowers called uh, one headlight before the show. And it had me thinking because, um, I played it because it's five minutes and 12 seconds long boogie. And, uh, Oh yeah. Being, being an experienced, um, radio, uh, announcer, as I call myself, uh, a radio announcer, um, I, I had a lot of things when I first started doing this show, I, uh, I used to run into problems where I'd have to run downstairs and like, you know, take care of one of the dogs during the show. You know, one of them would fucking start barking or shit, there's shit all over the place. So, um, I, I got down to a point where I used to have a folder that had extended songs, like songs that were like six to seven minutes long. That would give me enough time to run downstairs and do that. Or even if I had to, um, you know, during the middle of the show, if I had to go, you know, take a duty, I had, um, I had, I had songs that were literally there that I can, can, you know, just play and be like, Oh, Hey, this is Joe Antonio show. We'll be right back. Here's a little wallflowers for you. You know, and I'd start playing the song and then I'd literally mute my mic and run downstairs. <laughs> so I right, so take I, a break on, I mean, it's, yeah, you have to have those songs in your arsenal. If you're um, into the, in the radio business and you're doing it. Uh, yeah. Stairway to heaven BP. That's a great yeah. one. I think I had I, that I, one in there. <laughs> I was going to bring that up. I actually, uh, a buddy of mine that I grew up with, I actually worked with him in a video game store for a short time. 
while he was in college and I was, I was just picking up a second job at the time. I was 19 or 20 at the time. And he went on to be a DJ at a place called 98.9 The Bear. And he had the Drew Cade show. And what they would do, he would have Stairway to 7 every night. Well, what Stairway to 7 was was his lunch break. They would play four Led Zeppelin songs in a row. Well, that was his damn lunch break. <laughs> it's, it's amazing. Yeah. Uh, you got to have those. I mean, listen, I, I even in my years of DJing, dude, there was times where like if I was up on the decks, like I needed to go take a piss quick. So I would play like a fucking six or seven minute song. So I always knew that. But like going into the into doing radio was different. You know, at least I'm home. So like, God forbid, I got to take a shit. There was one time I remember this was probably the first in the summer that I first started doing the show. I uh, I ended up running out of kombucha in, in the middle of an episode. And I, I went downstairs to go. I'm like, oh, fuck, this isn't good. So I remember I came upstairs and I think I think I put on uh, Bohemian Rhapsody. I think I played Bohemian rap <laughs> and uh, back where I lived in New Hartford, I had a store that was literally, I, I took a left out of my driveway and I could be at this store in about 45 seconds. So I ran inside the store. I grabbed like a couple bottles of kombucha and I'm sitting behind, I'm standing behind a couple old people in line. I'm like, I'm fucking, I'm like sitting there like shaking, like a crack at it. Like, like a maniac. Yeah. Like hurry the fuck up. I got a timer on on my phone. Like, holy fuck. I, if I make this back in time, I am going to be just, I'm going to be so happy. I remember I got upstairs and I literally, I think I still had with Bohemian Rhapsody on. I think I had about 57 seconds left, uh, ran to the store, came back, kombucha in hand. The, the show went on. I'm like, oh, this is great. This is this is how you do it. And That's, ever since then, from that point on, uh, Boogie, I knew that uh, I was going to this show was going to be very good if I could pull that shit off in the middle of a show and not even miss a beat. <laughs> that's perfect i mean that yeah. was before my time and uh i could yep. see it happening because it, you've gone into some stretches mm -hmm. and, and it's like oh oh where's joe we're getting a little bit worried up oh, there he is boom yeah. but see back then i didn't have any co-hosts you know i was doing this all by myself i couldn't just like you know keep the mic on and have you know max come on and be like, <laughs> like you know he's not that smart but you know, back then I was all by myself. I, I couldn't do that shit back then. It was just fucking, you know, I had Bohemian Rhapsody to lay back on. So, you know, <laughs> but anywho, yeah, getting into, uh, yeah, guys, we have a lot of shit to get to tonight. Happier to have you with me, Boogie. It's just me and you tonight, pal. So we'll, we'll, hey, uh, we'll, we'll get through this. We got a lot of I'm stuff in. to get to. I got, I'm just going through my, uh, my list here. Oh, what do we got? I got some new phony phone calls. These are always good couple news items i wanted to pop in on um i know i wanted to get to you too i mean uh you shot us a little uh clip of you i guess you know you're your last minute shopping i guess you're having a tough time with the shopping for christmas this year huh buddy yeah but you know i always take it to the limit every single year it's uh i tell myself you know i'm gonna start shopping in september guess what december 24th comes around guess who's in line that, well that's, that's this guy yeah, I don't understand it, but you know, listen, I'm kind of the same way. I uh, I I do get into those points where I'm like, all right, well, I'm gonna start early, and then all of a sudden, like it's it's December fucking fifteenth, and I'm like, oh man, I haven't even fucking done anything yet. I haven't even, you know, chipped at this rock that they call fucking Christmas shopping because I hate doing it. Yeah, and what really sucks about it is my family is talking about doing a week earlier, and I'm like, whoa, whoa, whoa let's let's hold the ball here. Let's, let's, let's keep it week regular. Why do, they, why do they want to do it a week earlier? I don't want to talk about it. So my sister <laughs> okay. and nephew, blah, blah, blah. Yeah. It's, 
Oh, so it's you're gonna I, you're just at the will of your family and what they want to do. They don't care about what you have to say. I mean, fuck him, well, you know. No, fuck yeah, Cody. pretty much. I, I'm the single white male of the family, the sheep, <laughs> yeah. as it were. So, <laughs> so you have no, you have no say. You have no kids. You have no girlfriend. No. Nothing. So, yeah, they just say fuck him. He, he whatever. Right. <laughs> yeah. Well, great. Thanks. Thanks, guys. I appreciate yeah. it. Thanks for Love you it too. <laughs> Merry Christmas, fucker. <laughs> Well, dude, listen, Boogie, don't, um, don't, you know, I, I'm the same way. I mean, you sent me this, um, this, this video of you and you, I guess, dude, you were like, really, you were like sweating. I know you were on like Amazon at one point trying to find stuff. And what was it? They, they wouldn't even, the shipping was past December 25th and you were getting all, you're like, it's like in the video. I'm like, oh my God, it looks like he's going to lose it. I, I get a rate sometimes and I, I'm telling you, it's just learn from these lessons. <laughs> well, learn. listen, I. Uh, yeah, I got this queued up. This was um, Boogie sent me this for the show, and he's like, "Listen, uh, you know, I'm I'm sorry, but uh, I, I I'm very bad with Christmas shopping." Um, he sent me this. I felt bad for you, man. I really did. I felt so bad for you when I when I listened and heard this. And I was just Jesus Christ. Yeah, guys, here we go. This is um, Boogie, the I guess you know the king of last minute shopping. I never knew Boogie. Thought you would have been on the ball by the by now. <laughs> well, I, I had to buy my Traeger first. That's all. Yeah, there is no, yeah, yeah, there you go. All right, here we go. <laughs> All right, let's do some Christmas shopping. Let's check out. It's not gonna be here till December 26th. All right, let's uh, find some gifts. Let's find something for the girlfriend. What did she say she wanted? Was it candles? Was it? Broom handles? No. I gotta start listening to her better. This one looks kind of cool. A little ninja action. $130. Holy fuck, Legos are expensive. I think she might like this. What size do I get her? Crap. Okay, so if I get too big, then she's gonna be mad that I think she's that big. If I get too small, that she's gonna feel bad about herself, that she can't fit into that. Let's get something that doesn't involve a size. Huh, Dad's always complaining about having to get out of his chair to turn on the lights. Maybe I should get him some of these smart bulbs. No, because then I have to get him a smartphone and then I have to teach him how to use it for four hours and then he'd get, we'd end up mad at me and then I'd have to leave. Yeah, hey mom, um, say, do you know if little Tyler still plays with Legos? He's 16. Christmas gifts for women a trip to hawaii cheap gifts for women an essential oil diffuser okay let's try and find the cooking section what should i get him then what does he play with pop socket he's like he's a wrench guy he's in he's into cars he has a phone already the way my girlfriend behaves i should get her some of those for christmas um, excuse me, miss. Is the oil diffusers not in the cooking section or not that kind of oil? I know this is last minute shopping, mom. I don't need a lecture from you right now. I didn't have time, okay? Yes, I should get her a scarf. There's no sizes with scarves. All right, where, <laughs> where are the scarves? What should I get dad for Christmas? No, we can't get him shoes. We got him shoes last time and they weren't wide enough. How does a place not have scarves that sells every other piece of clothing? He's the most difficult person to buy gifts for. I'm not getting him a gift this year. If he's not gonna, yes, I'm gonna give him a gift, but it was just. I miss when Santa used to bring everyone gifts. <laughs> Found the scarves. Scarves, here we go. One size fits all is my jam here. All right, which one should I get? What color does she like? I think she likes purple. Does they have purple? She like orange? 
She wears orange hunting. What color does she like? I gotta start paying attention to her more. She did tell me what she wanted, but I don't remember. Oh, I know I'm supposed to listen to her, but she talks a lot. Can I, should I get her a <laughs> scarf or not? She already has a bunch of scarves? Yeah, I'll just take three gift cards. Oh, you betcha, yeah. Yeah. That's what you do. Listen, Boogie, next time, man, I'm telling that's, you, just go no, with the fucking gift card thing. You smartened up yeah. at the end of that. I did. I did. And, I mean, this is one single that was last year. She said yeah. I didn't listen. I mean, I forgot she broke up with me. <laughs> did you, uh, so, did you ever end up buying your dad a smartphone? <laughs> I did not. I yeah. let him and my mother decide to do that. And <laughs> I still got the phone call. Uh, you know about technology, don't you? I was like, oh, uh, no, no. I didn't. What, what model is it? What? Mo nope. Don't know that model. Sorry. Can't help. <laughs> Maybe you should Google it. I'll tell you, What's man. What's a uh, Google? Yeah. Yeah. I just, uh, I, I, yeah. I give you a lot of credit. I mean, listen, at least you were trying, but you went the, the good route. And listen, I do that a lot too. I buy gift cards for people. And at the same time, I feel like I'm being like kind of fucking cheesy with it. And like, you know, people are like, oh, well, there's no thought behind giving somebody a gift card. No, there's no, plenty there of is. thought. There's, there's plenty yeah. of thought. By, you know, the reason why I think there is is because I'm letting you, I'm allowing you to buy whatever the fuck you want with my money. What's wrong with that? Yeah, there's no, the that's the best gift ever. It's like Oprah. You get a gift card. You get a gift card. You get a gift card. Yeah, fuck I it. Mean, I mean, that's it. Listen, I'm going to give you a gift card so you can go out and buy whatever the fuck you want. And, and that's it. I think that's actually one of the best things to do for Christmas. I don't want fucking people's gifts. Half the time, I don't use them. I fucking return them. I throw them away or I give them to somebody because I'm never going to fucking use this. Point your shit. Yeah, you know, <laughs> Calm you know, down. Yeah, well, no. People people give me gifts and I'm like, I think to myself, Boogie, why did this person give me this fucking gift in the first place? Number one, I don't want gifts. I tell people all the time, well, what do you want for Christmas? I don't want anything. I don't, don't get me anything. I'm one of those type of people. Just don't buy me nothing. I don't want shit. Yeah, I don't I want crap. If I want something and I need it, Boogie, I'll go out and buy it myself. I don't need people buying me gifts. Number one, I feel Whoa. bad too because people are going out and they're and they're buying gifts for people. Half the time they buy shit for people. That, listen, you you've gone down that route, Boogie. You know. I have. No, I know. It, I just you, what you the get, fuck am get, I gonna do with a gun rack? I mean, come yeah, on. Yeah, like, yeah, gun rack. I don't own a pickup trick. <laughs> That the thing is, I, I just I never like I never understood the whole gift giving thing. Unless you know me very well and you know exactly what I want, I can understand. Okay, that's fine. You want to buy me a gift? They'll probably know what I want. Half the time I get gifts from people, I'm thinking to myself like, what possessed somebody to to buy me this? You know, I've gotten some pretty stupid gifts over the year, and I I don't. Oh, I, you know what it yeah. is? They're so bad, Boogie. I don't even remember them. That's how bad they are. That's <laughs> I can't even think about them anymore. I guess, and, Joe. I mean, and I, and I also don't want to put. I don't. I also don't want to put any of my family or friends on blast on my radio show either. I don't think that's nice either. But well, just don't tell them you're on. Don't just tell them. You know, skip, skip this. They don't episode. know the schedule changed. Yeah. <laughs> no, no. Listen, it didn't because it's Wednesday and, and they, they remember. So <laughs> I, I, I think every. I think everybody knows of the schedule change. But yeah, any. I mean, I just. Um, I don't know. Giving gifts, gift cards are a fucking great thing. Just if you're in a bind right now. Even if you go on Amazon and something's not going to go, it's not going to get there before Christmas, Boogie, just go right to, a, you can go right to a grocery store and buy an Amazon gift card now. 100%. That's my nephew. He gets that every year now because I went through that and I'm like, what is he into? How do I relate 
to this generation's 11 year old boy well, look at that. I mean, listen, you know? even, you know, in that clip from last year, I mean, you were asking your relatives, you know, mm -hmm. listen, you didn't even know the kid was 16 years old asking if you're, you know, your relatives he still plays with Legos. Uh, yeah. <laughs> probably I mean, should have bought, bought him a box of condoms at this point. Yeah. And I would have <laughs> been the cool fucking uncle. Yeah. Right. Been great. <laughs> I don't know. I think people put a little bit too much into the uh, into the whole holiday gift giving thing, dude. It's just you know, it's one day of the year. I don't I don't get too involved with the whole. I love Christmas, dude, but I don't get I don't get that crazy involved with this whole fucking gift giving. And it's just you know, the couple people that I know that I love that I give gifts to. Boom, that's it. You know. Yeah. Same. Same. Fucking crazy with this shit. Gift shopping for people. Well. Yeah, and the other thing too is, you know, when we were talking about this earlier, uh, when we first started the show, uh, you know, with with the Christmas parties now, you know, now that we have the triple demic going on, I listen, I um, I've already gotten invites in the mail and shit, and you know, you know, we don't we're not having a holiday Christmas party at my at my work because of you know people they we don't want a bunch too many people together, we don't want people to get sick, and you know, it is what it is. I don't know. I'm over it. Does, are you getting a, are you getting a holiday Christmas party this year? We are, but it's not like so much a holiday Christmas party because the religions are so different where I work. So okay. they're calling it an end of harvest celebration. A what? End of harvest <laughs> celebration. Because I work in a feed mill. Okay. And, you know, we're getting grain and corn and soybeans, this, that, everything making food for animals. All the religions are so different that are working there. I mean, they don't want to offend anybody because that's how PC we've got. It's it's not Merry Christmas anymore. It's Happy Holidays, which is yeah. bullshit, in my opinion. But we supposedly we're all going to the like the mill where I work. There's a store, a way station, and a mill. I'm in the mill. The mill's going at, and to keep it all down, we're not actually having a full company party. We're keeping us all segregated. So we're on three different <laughs> days. So this company. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> exactly. But yet we'll do a potluck. We'll do a potluck before all this happens where everybody's got their hands and everything. Yeah. Dipping your fucking people. hands and oh, who made the, the nachos? You know, you got your grubby fucking coworkers hands and they're reaching for shit. Oh, that, yeah, that, that that's we're not super yeah. spreading at all in this holiday party. We're splitting it over three days. Are you fucking kidding me? <laughs> but the Friday before that week, everybody chow down together. It just doesn't make sense. Uh, <laughs> fucking contradicting is that? Wow. Exactly. Like when, you know, last week when I was sick and they're like, well, they made me do the test at work. No COVID. Yeah, you're sick. So do inventory. Touch every single thing. That every. Lo siento. Adios. Mio. Come on. Somebody told I was uh, one, of, one of the guys I work with listened to the show. He was laughing. He's like, dude, he goes, that doesn't make any sense. He's like, you know, that's like me going here. You know, I, I'm sick, but I, I don't have COVID, but they still want me to work. So I'm going in and out of somebody's car, touching their steering wheel and, and this and that. And it's like, I'm not going to get anybody sick. Uh, well, yeah, that's, you know, I guess that's what their <laughs> MO is. They think you're, you know, because you're here working and you're not. Yeah, yeah, dude, people don't think this shit through. And I don't think we ever have since the whole <laughs> pandemic has started boogie. You know. I did, and I get. I got to tell you right now, I had an incident with a coworker. I'm not going to say his name, and he was feeling sick, 
he, I was like, dude, are you all right? You feeling okay today? It was like, we're into the afternoon. I was like, earlier you didn't seem like you're in such a great mood. He's like, oh, man, I'm just getting sick. I'm like, all right, bro, cool. And then he fist bumps me. I'm like, dude. But my automatic, my automatic response was to fist bump. I'm like, bro, you just said you were sick. He's like, yeah, but you still. I was like, ah, we're both retards. <laughs> it's like, dude, thanks so, a lot, asshole. <laughs> yeah. Not- now I gotta um, rub. It, now I gotta rub hand sanitizer on my fist. Well, odd, <laughs> odds are, he just he's. I got him sick by doing inventory. So fuck it. That's what you well, get. And that's the thing, dude. You know, listen. I, nobody's perfect in this world, and we all forget. I mean, there is people that like you know. After I'm done helping them out at work, they'll want to shake my hand and shit. And I will. I'll shake somebody's hand, dude. I'm not gonna be a fucking disrespectful prick. But, you know, right after I'm done, I mean, my brain now is so laser engraved to go right for the hand sanitizer. And I wait till they leave. Oh, I'm yeah. Fuck, I'm not the douchebag that puts the, uh, you know, the hand sanitizer on my hand right in front of them to make them seem like I'm scared of them. Douche. You know, like, this guy's <laughs> a fucking asshole. You know, Jesus Christ. You know, I'm that. You know, But I but, dude, I am. I'm now I'm I'm, I'm so fucked up from this pandemic. I'm my my mind is laser triggered to fucking use hand sanitizer after I fucking touch something somebody else was using. I mean, listen, I'm not using hand sanitizer until my hands are raw. But, uh, you know, I do know in those focal points in my in my day that I need to use hand sanitizer because I don't want to get fucking sick. Yeah. You know? And I mean, it, and here's a quick one for you, Joe. If yeah. you don't ever want to deal with that, like shaking somebody's hand, just always have dirty ass hands. Just like keep a bucket of oil in your office. <laughs> and when you walk out, you know, kind of wipe your hands down. Be like, oh, I'm sorry. I got yeah, dirty oh, yeah a little dirtier. Oh, oh, yeah, maybe sorry. next time. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> that's, a, yeah that's a good idea. <laughs> I yeah, like that. Not bad. Go in the bathroom, take a duty. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Listen, uh, no toilet paper in there. I had to use my hand this time. <laughs> uh, I mean, I'll get you next time. <laughs> maybe we, we had can the do three shells. It's... Yeah. Maybe, maybe I can do the MLB bump with you. <laughs> we'll shoulder bump. You know, we'll do that one. Yeah. Next time, I'll chest, make sure that. Just start chest bumping. Yeah. Okay. Make sure next time, I'll make sure that we have plenty of Scots inside the uh, employee bathroom before, <laughs> before I come out here. <laughs> I don't know. But, or you know, just... listen. Yeah, go ahead. Become that guy. Become that guy at work. That no, no, no. You don't want to thank him. He he likes to chest bump. <laughs> that's his. That's his uh, uncanny way of uh, saying thank you. You know, he doesn't like doing the old traditional handshake method. Uh, he wants to do the the fist bump <laughs> or the uh, the chest bump. Yeah, that's yeah. what he does. He's weird. <laughs> <laughs> He's got a like stick. It. Yeah. Well, my um. My company's not holding a, a family. They're not doing a Christmas party this year because of the the same things. You know, everyone's fucking, you know, either not vaccinated, vax. They don't want to have to go through the thing of testing people and shit. You know, we have a lot of we have a lot of employees in my company, probably about 180 employees. They don't want to gather everyone around and get people sick. And it's it's a it's a liability is what they said when they sent out the company email. But, um, <clears throat> you know, listen, I, I let's play that. I mean. There is some companies that are saying, fuck you. There's even this girl that's in this clip here. She Her job is to throw parties, um, throw holiday parties. So she's a, a, an event planner, Boogie. There, yes, there is people that are out there that actually get paid to do nothing. Um, <laughs> to you know, their, their job is to... Um, I want that job. Yeah, listen. Job. Yeah, all you do is you sit behind a desk and uh, you, know, you event plan, an event planner. I, I was at a real job. I mean, it's like, you know, I, I, I have people over my house. 
and I, you know, for football and stuff. I mean, am I event planning? Am I an event planner? Because I'm, I'm planning a day with the, the fellas to come over and, and watch football and eat food and drink beer. Is that, do, am I considered an event planner in that, uh, in that aspect? I guess so. Yeah. I mean, it's kind of like, you know, let's organize a play date. Yeah. See, for all <laughs> See the kids. So yeah. I mean it's a uh, it's crazy. Take a listen. The job for when a it single comes to holiday mother. parties. Don't yeah. be surprised <laughs> if your office doesn't have one this year. With health experts warning of a triple threat this season with COVID, the flu, and RSV, many are opting out of potential super spreaders. While others are saying party on. Amber Cogliano reports. To party or not to party? That's the dilemma facing lots of companies in America this year. With the nation in the grips of a triple-demic, the flu, RSV, and COVID, a holiday party seems downright risky. COVID-19 hospitalizations are at their highest in three months. RSV cases in children are still high. Flu is a huge problem this year. This is going to be one of the worst flu seasons in decades. But holiday parties are happening. The company Holiday Bash seems poised for a comeback. New York party planner Alyssa Petinato of Allen Auto Events says she's fully booked. Everything is back. Everybody's excited. Those who are throwing parties are by the way, this, uh, Alyssa Alvinado or whatever she is boogie. I mean, the girl is a fucking 10 dude. Uh, you know, I could tell you know, by she's her an voice. Event planner. Yeah. Listen, <laughs> you know, if you're an event planner, all right, you're, you're probably hot. It, it, that's the only other thing that I can say that's great with a woman event planner. I mean, listen, she's hot. We're taking precautions. What are you telling your clients? We're telling our corporate clients to send out memos to let everybody know if you've been traveling extensively, you might want to refrain. If you don't feel good, do not come. And if you are feeling off, you know, get tested. If you're feeling uncomfortable, wear a mask. The big fear, bringing home a potentially dangerous virus to your loved ones. We made the really impossible decision to take our son off life support. Troy and Jessica Myers' baby boy, William, died from RSV just last month, and they're urging everyone to be careful. I know it's the holidays, and I know people want to go see their families, and I get it. I really do. But, you know, everyone needs to be washing their hands up to their elbows, especially if you have an infant less than three months old. And to protect yourself against COVID and the flu. It's never too late to get a flu shot. Um, and obviously a COVID booster for sure. Getting a COVID test before you gather makes sense. Right. <laughs> Go to a party and wear a mask. You won't offend them. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> like, what is this loser doing? What do you, uh, you know, the, most of the people in the party, if you walked in with a fucking mask at a holiday party, everyone's out there partying, drinking. You know, the loser walks in with the mask on. Like, what do you think? We're all like, look at this guy. What does he think? We're all sick or something. I mean, wearing, wearing a mask now to any out, any event starts a fight with people. Yeah, it does. And on top of that, this guy's worried about the shit going in his mouth. All these other people, they're spreading way worse diseases in a fucking copy room. I mean, <laughs> it's a holiday party. You know what's going on. Yeah. And, um, you know, there is some studies that say that alcohol actually suppresses you from getting some of these respiratory and uh, diseases like COVID. Um, I guess people that are alcoholics are actually um, nine times out of ten uh, less likely to get COVID. It's just like a uh, fucking. <laughs> don't like believe real... what you read, Joey. I had it <laughs> twice. It was in the Daily Mail. So, okay. All right. <laughs> all right never, never mind. <laughs> we, have a, we, have an actual, we have an actual uh, study patient here live on the show that's, uh, that's saying that that claim is false. So, uh, thank you, Boogie, for, for knocking that claim down. <laughs> 
I don't know. Listen, I'm um, I'm to the point where listen, if people want to have holiday parties, just fucking have them. We can't be fucking afraid of shit anymore. And I know there's RSV, you know, and, and TST and STDs. And listen, I think you're more susceptible to get a, an STD at a, a holiday party than uh, RSV. What I'm saying, <laughs> you know, so much Bring- funner that way. Too. Bring some broad into the back copy room and uh, sit around top of the thing. Like, eh, eh, you know what I mean? I mean, that, I think that, that it's, the, it's, <laughs> it's the gift that keeps on giving, Joe. Yeah, I think you're uh, more susceptible to that, you know? <laughs> I think that's, uh, but who knows? I'm just, I'm over the whole uh, being scared of shit now, Boogie. And listen, if you've had, if you've had COVID twice, I mean, I don't, I don't think third time's a charm. What do you think? You no, know? absolutely not. I I hope not. I hope not either. <laughs> I mean, Jeez. I'm not taking it. I'm being a regular, normal, cleanly human being. Yeah. But other than that, I mean, I was that beforehand. I I mean, the first time I got, I was on the show with you guys. I remember. Yeah, we were and, making. Uh, fun. I was making fun of you the whole time. Remember? Yeah, I know. It was awesome. <laughs> Thanks. <laughs> what did you do today? Boogie, I slept. Oh, it's probably because you got COVID, you douche. <laughs> I, I don't even think you knew that you had it, and then you actually tested for it. You're like, shit, I got co-. It's almost like me yeah. and Aaron wished it on you. <laughs> yeah, I know. And then you guys, <laughs> you and AirDog, I'm actually staring at the origami that I made You, because I was on <clears throat> quarantine. Yeah. As in, now, now I'm coughing. Thanks. <laughs> you guys really are the grim reapers i'm telling you <laughs> dude I, it's bad don't get me into that somebody's gonna die live on the episode tonight well at least you're on here and aaron's not on here yeah he's, you know when me and Aaron, him i don't know we must have some type of strong force together with the uh, actresses so. and actors dying and shit well i think i listen boogie i think you're in the clear man and um you know what i, I was just I think thinking, so I'm going to buy you a, uh, I know what I'm going to get you for, for Christmas uh, this year. I'm going to buy you a big bubble. Um, so you can just walk around <laughs> in, a, in a bubble. And uh, this way I know uh, my man Boogie won't get sick. And uh, right. I think that'll, that'll, well, you know. I think it should be bubbles all the way around. Buy one for Hanny so she doesn't fall over. Yep. <laughs> you know? Yep. Yep. The queen uh, of trips. I know Aaron's. I know Aaron. Yeah, exactly. I know Aaron's actually had COVID once or twice too. So I, yeah, maybe I should buy him a bubble. Um, I don't know. Maybe it's your turn, Joe. Maybe it's your turn. Listen, man, I'm telling you, I'm, um, I'm, I'm very careful and I'm, I'm fully vaccinated and I, I drink my kombucha, man. That's, that's what it is, bro. You know, I live a, I live a healthy lifestyle behind my sponsor. (laughs) That's, that's my thing. And I'm sticking to it. All right. Uh, Boogie, I got a lot. (laughs) We got a lot to get to. We got a lot to get to coming up. Um, I got a, a couple funny clips to play from this uh, Mississippi State uh, football coach. His name is Mike Leach. I don't know if you've ever heard of this guy, but um, I got a bunch of clips that that uh, Max pulled for us. He in his post game interviews. You know how these guys in these post game football interviews, these coaches, how they fly off the handles. Well, I, I got four really good clips from this guy. I mean, this guy's got everything from he 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 goes from tips on dating um, to calling uh, his players um, girlfriends, fat little girlfriends. Um, uh, listen, I mean, yeah, he, he, once where he hates dumb questions about things like it's just, it's great. I pulled a bunch of those. I got some ticked off Vic. Um, yeah. And I got a couple other really funny clips too, to, uh, to get to just to kind of round out the show. Some more, some more new stuff kind of going around, you know, we'll, we'll hit it all tonight. Uh, Boogie, since you're here, we'll, we'll get to it all as we always do. And phony phone calls. Of course, I got two new ones tonight. 
two, uh, great. two two brand new ones in the uh, in the arsenal to get to. All right, here we go. Um, oh, I love this one. Right here. Classic here. Classic right here. Oh yeah. Open up your fruitcakes, baby. It's time and to out. go. Little uh, sledgehammer. Mm -hmm. So much better than the original. All right. Joe Antonio Show. I'm live with Boogie Nights here on a Wednesday night. Little uh, Harry Styles right here. With a uh, little cover of Sledgehammer. Peter Gabriel's Sledgehammer. It's a great song. And you're tuned in live. Joe Antonio Show with Boogie Nights. Hey now.
God, man, I love that one even better than uh, than Peter Gabriel's version. I, I swear, I think that's twenty times better. Ugh. Harry Styles. Who would have ever thought that fucking kid would have came out with a cover like that? I think even Peter Gabriel came out in an interview and said that that version of that was actually better than his version. He least, did. I remember. Yeah. Uh, oh, dude. At least, it, he, at least he admitted to it. It just it sounds yeah. better. It's cleaner. It's just a fucking great cover. Oh, sledgehammer right there. Do you remember watching the video like as a kid? How was like up? it was like Peter oh Gabriel's sledgehammer video. Yeah. Oh, God, it was fucking so good. I used to love that fucking song when I was a kid. Catchy, you know? Yeah. And I mean, it was just all the little runts making his face and all the yeah, it's crazy. Great song right there and a great cover, man. He did that motherfucker and justice. Now. Harry Styles, that kid. Jeez. Fucking pussy magnet, that kid. Hey, Boogie, really quick, just a little programming note. I won $30 uh, on a scratch-off, uh, two scratch-off tickets before the fucking show. Maybe my nice. Luck, maybe my luck is turning on. Yeah, I was uh, thinking, I'm like, wow, Jesus Christ, I don't even remember the last time I won on a scratch-off ticket. Yay! And I was like... <laughs> <laughs> you know, I actually did a self-study on scratch-off tickets. Okay. And... uh I had a, you know, kind of like, you know, when I come into a little bit of money, I buy stupid shit like a Traeger, a bass boat, yeah, things I, like that. Yeah, we know. <laughs> and, uh, well, I went ahead and bought a full stack, brand new, unwrapped stack of $5 tickets. Okay. And I did this twice in a row. That's $800 oh. on scratch off tickets. You know how much I won? I'll, let me take a guess. I'll guess on this. Lost. Yeah, I'm gonna say that you won only 500 and you lost at least 300 bucks. Very close. Very close. I won 525 dollars back. <laughs> oh my God, you were a- so almost there. It uh, was insane, and it was just like that's when I decided, okay, never buy scratch off tickets all in a row. There, because there's so many like myths and legends about. Well, you got to buy three. You got to look at the odds. The odds say yeah. 4.7. So you got to buy five. Well, that doesn't mean the same shit because yeah. at, at one time, two of the tickets in a row were $100 a piece. And then five tickets later, another $100. Yeah. See what and I mean? I mean, was, the, the, the yeah. odds are fucked because they always tell you, too, when you're buying scratch off tickets, don't buy two in a row of the same one because you're going to probably lose on one of them. If even if you if you win on one, you're going to lose on the other. You gotta yeah, kind of, you, you gotta see it. Yeah, you gotta fucking go through and run the gamut. You know, if you got a hundred bucks, you gotta run the gamut. Be like, listen, I'm asshole. I want number two. I want number five. I want number eight. I want this. I did it. You gotta go through and and switch them up. You can't. I did this before too with my barber. Okay, one day, um, this was a couple years ago. <laughs> oh no! What we used to do is I would get my hair cut, and um, you know, the shop would be dead, and he'd be like, "All right, listen, I'm gonna give you uh, fifty bucks." go down to the store and I would throw in 50 bucks and we'd buy a hundred dollars worth of scratch off tickets. Cause he's like, listen, I'm going on my break on my hour break. We'll, uh, we'll go in the back. He goes, and we'll fucking scratch them and see how much we win. He goes, you know, it's can't lose. You know, if we put up 50 yeah. a piece, we'll split whatever fucking pot we get. I'm like, cool. So we'd buy, you know, $5, uh, you know, 50 bucks a piece. I'm like sitting there. I'm like, this is got, we got to win something. We'd be yeah. lucky if we fucking break even dude. Every time we did, it. I think we did it maybe five or six times. There was one time I think we won 200 bucks. Okay. But then after that, we're like, this ain't worth it. We're, we're not going to fucking. Yeah. One time out of five. Yeah. What's it worth? 
You know, you're not going to be on that news in Wisconsin. No. Listen, I'm telling (laughs) you. Hey, Shorty. Anytime that these motherfuckers win these Powerballs or Mega Millions, it is some lonely fucking schlep that's out in the middle of fucking Washington State or out in the middle of the Midwest somewhere in in, in bumfuck whatever that wins it. It's never me. And it's like, you know, I I went away from buying scratch-offs for a while, uh, Boogie, because literally... I, I never carry cash on me. I don't ever use cash. Yeah. I always just use my so I don't have a reason to buy scratch off. So if I'm at the store buying cigarettes and shit, and I always look. I'm like, oh, is there any new games and shit? Then I'm, I tell myself, well, Joe, you don't have any cash on you, so you can't even stop looking at it. You can't even buy them. So I had you know ten dollars sitting in my wallet today. I think somebody at work owed me money or something for something. They gave me ten bucks cash. I'm like, well, you know, I might as well burn it on something. Maybe I can double. And I'm glad I did because I. Uh, I bought seven dollars worth of tickets, it. and I, I got one. You know, what's up? Want some cashola? And I'm not that type of guy that's going to go take that thirty bucks and you know go salivate and fucking slobber all over the fucking uh, convenience store desk. Anymore, anymore. No, I'm the type of guy that will leisurely hand it over uh, to to the uh, to the fucking guy at the desk, whoever he is, a boo or whoever, and say, listen, give me my $30. I'm going to walk away. And, and and that's it. I'm not a, that's not it. that, or not that fucking person that even when I go to the casino, dude, I'm the same way. If I win, you know, oh, if, I'm, man. if I'm up yeah. three, 400 bucks, dude, I take the voucher. I cash it out. Listen, I'm, I'm, I'm done. I'm done for the night. I'd rather go spend that money on maybe a nice dinner somewhere or, uh, or whatever, you know, drink somewhere at the, at the casino. Yeah. You know, I'm not those people that that's the whole thing is you, realizing people don't the, the fucking gambling addiction is bad people think that drug addiction oh, alcohol addiction you know whatever you're addicted to out there i don't care you're addicted to fucking your stuffed animal you know <laughs> <laughs> that that's that's your the gambling is one of those things that can fucking ruin your life like wholehearted and i know people oh, yeah. that are, i know gamblers dude they're bad like they're they're extremely extremely fucking bad you know their, their, their lives are ruined because they gambled all their fucking fortune away What's your game of choice at the casino? Um, I like craps. I, I'll I'll do craps, and I like blackjack. A little blackjack. I like, I like blackjack, and I like roulette. Believe it or not, I'm pretty good at. Yeah, I'm roulette's pretty, fun too. Yeah, that's it's just fun. It's the it, one of the only game of odds if you think about it. I mean, my old man, my parents, they go to the fucking casino twice a week. They're old. They're retired. Yeah. Whatever you know. And I'll always know the next day because my dad, he's a uh, he's a three card poker kind of guy. Oh, okay. And I stop over. I stop over and say hi, you know, three times a week. You know, sometimes after they've gone to bleh, almost choked to death on my own <laughs> self. <clears throat> Yay! <At> the casino. <laughs> Yay! <laughs> He's a three card uh, poker player, huh? So he's like, he's yeah. fucking, he's serious and he's legit. Yeah, he knows what he's doing. He's then. into it. Oh yeah, he's been doing it my whole life. I mean, I spent spring breaks in Vegas and at, I stayed in Trump Plaza back in the day up in Atlantic City. I mean, all over the place. Reno. We showed up to Reno when I was a kid. I'm getting a little off topic. Showed Very up good. to Reno and police were like escorting us into the hotel. We get on, you know, we get off the airplane. Get in the cab. We show up to the hotel, and police are like, "Hey, what are you doing? Here? Get in. Get in the house. Get in. Get in here." And my dad's oh, like, so, "Yeah." So they're asking, like, oh, what, "What?" They knew he's like a high roller and shit, and they're like, "Oh, no, yeah. no." 
<laughs> we had no idea there was anything going on. And my dad's like, what's going on? <laughs> He's like, there's riots going on down the street. Just get up to your room. I was like, what? My dad's like, there's riots. So we're on like the 16th floor. I can't remember the fucking hotel's name, the casino's name. And we get up there and I look out the window and there's legit like cars on fire, police helicopters <laughs> flying around and shit. And apparently there was a low rider show and some kind of rap concert going on at the same time. And rival gangs started going at it. Yeah. Talk about wild. God. Yeah. Anyway. Well, yeah. Not good. <laughs> but that being said, you know, go back to the parents thing. You know, whenever my dad loses money after going to the casino the next day, he's really not very talkative. And yeah. It's like, no. okay, nice. Nice seeing you. Well, he's, uh, in his, he's in his own world. If you fucking, hey, dad, how's your day going? He's like, fuck you. Yeah, it's, yeah, it's not. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. It's like anybody that <laughs> loses money. You know what I mean? Yeah, it's like the worst thing. That was the one thing that I, and I don't even really like going to the fucking casino anymore. I like, you know what it is? I'll, I'll cap myself at a hundred bucks. I'll throw a hundred yep. bucks in, in a, maybe a fucking couple slot machines or play a couple hands. And otherwise, dude, I'd rather just, we have Mohegan Sun here in Connecticut, which is one of the biggest casinos in, uh, you know, in, in the United States and it's night, they got concerts there. I usually, if I go to Mohegan, it's cause I'm going to a concert or going to a restaurant. I'd rather just walk around and fucking people watch and shit than, than go and waste all my money there. It's just, it's not, I've done it before as I was younger, dude. And I'm not one of those type of people that uh, just, just goes around and you know farts around all my money at the casino. It's not worth it. Anymore. Yeah. It's just like going to the club or a strip club. You know, you just, ah, fuck it. This is fun. I'm drunk. Ah, here's a bunch of money. Then you look yeah. at your wallet the next morning. You're like, where'd my 800 bucks go? Yeah, I just I just spent my whole yeah. paycheck on on fucking a bunch of strippers that I'm probably never ever going to see again. And if I do, it, you know, I, it's just going to give me uh, PTSD um, of how much of an asshole I was that yeah. night when I lost my whole paycheck and I couldn't pay my fucking bills that night. Great. <laughs> What's up, Shannon? Right, you need a nice steak dinner, <clears throat> yeah, Shannon. That's the reason why I don't like you know I'd rather just go and have a nice dinner or do something like that. I mean, the casino now is to me is just uh, it's just it's stupid. What's up, Shannon? Welcome to the show. Hello. Been a while. It's been a while. Yeah, how, yeah, how, been a how long time, you? Mama Bear. Hello, honey. Thanks for the uh, the notice, there, Boogie Nights. Sharing hey, the show no problem. With me. <laughs> how you been, Shannon? How's everything? What's How's going on? How's you guys you? been? Oh, I'm just oh, I'm just, just, just been dead. arguing with some of these people about oh, what's oh. really going on in the world. <laughs> Actually, oh, just observing, not arguing. Oh, okay. Mm, yeah. You're not, you're not putting anybody in their place tonight? Nah. Oh, there's so much. <laughs> I ain't wasting my breath. <laughs> hey, you're wasting it here. Yeah, I'm like, hey, it. I need to laugh. I'm going into Joe's show. Don't make fuck me forget you. about it all. That's what it is. That's what we do. <laughs> yeah. we, 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 have, we have fun. That's what you just got to. Sometimes, uh, exactly. Shane, you just got to say. Fuck you. <laughs> hey, Shane, if you want a good laugh, I got a good dad joke for you. Okay, let me hear it. Bring it on. Oh, sh- hold on, hold on, hold on. Before you do it, hold it. Sh- Shannon, lower your uh, radio in the back. I can hear. That's okay. I can hear myself echoing. That drives me nuts. Yeah. I, you know what it is? I think my uh, I I bought me and Aaron new headphones for our, for our studios. These these fucking Sony's and their their industry and they're they're too good. I can I can hear a fucking listen, boogie. If if you drop the needle on the ground over there, I can hear it. All right. I heard, that it. Was I, heard it. I heard it. I heard it. 
<laughs> I can hear everything. That's better. Um, there you go. Okay, now you now you're good. All right, now I can hear. So, you. anyway, that being said, it's the holiday season. We've been talking about a bit, off and on, off and on. It's uh, so tell me, Shannon, why is Santa Claus? Why does he hate chimneys? He hates what? Chimneys. <laughs> chimneys. Um, I, I don't know. Why does Santa Claus hate chimneys? Because he's Claus trophobic. Ah. <laughs> oh, my God. Bad dad jokes. All right. I got uh, another one that's uh, a little more adult. <laughs> Why uh, is Santa's sack so big every year? Uh, Why? Because he only know. comes once a year. Oh, 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 oh. That's, that's exactly right. Ho, ho, ho. I like that one. <laughs> Listen, I love, I love him, Boogie, but you have to, um, you have to go sit with uh, Mike from Tampa to get your delivery better on those dad jokes. And yeah, fucking yeah. dad jokes are fucking stupid. <laughs> I'm doing bad, doing bad here. That was good. Though. I like the last one. That was, that was okay. I like that. <laughs> it's because it was nasty. <laughs> yeah, exactly. That's what this whole show is about. We're nasty here. Nasty, like nasty it. people around here. That's what we nasty, do. and I like it. Hey, hey now. Um, hey now. <laughs> speaking of um, speaking of nasty, you guys want to hear a new phone hey call? Got a new Absolutely. one. Absolutely. Yes. I know, I know Hoff is here. Hoff loves his phony phone. Hoff, calls. what up? I want to call Hoff. Hoff is the uh, the. Uh, what should I say it? He's like the deputy of phony phone calls. Uh, he loves his phony phone calls. We always have some really good ones here. Let me see. Um, let me give you a little twofer, even though we, uh, you know, uh, where is this one? Oh, this is a good one. I like this one. This is a uh, bunch of old people calling a deli. I like this. Well, yeah, they're at, they're old actors. Yeah, yeah, they're old <laughs> actors calling a deli, but you you get the gif. It's 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 a good one here. Let's here we go. Can I help you? So the the coffee. It's uh, not. Uh, it's not good. Okay, uh, where are you calling from? It puts so much milk in there. It's like a. Uh, it's like a drink, like milk. And he likes his coffee stronger, but so, you know, he he drinks it there. Sure. Then maybe next time you come, just maybe don't put as much milk. No. No, never. Just tell them the next time they come not to put anything in the coffee. Well, he he doesn't like the coffee because you know they. They don't make it hot enough. Oh, it is hot. It's then uh, we have the yogurt. Yogurt. Okay, we do have yogurt. Banana and blueberry. Okay. He likes fruit. I okay. bring my own blueberries. What? Oh, blueberries! Yes, bring he brings his blueberries. Okay. Blueberries? He brings it in a Tupperware every day. <laughs> okay. Do you know the blueberries are good from chili? That's it. He likes them from chili. Okay, I... Okay, I'm sorry. I'm I'm very confused. No, I, I I put it on the yogurt and then I eat it. All right, I'm sorry. I think I have to go. Okay. No. Thank you. <laughs> blueberries. The blue my bloopers. <laughs> oh man, love it. Oh god. Hey, uh, Boogie, I wanted to talk to you about some of the stuff that I had lined up here. Um, dude, you know what I was watching last night? I didn't even know this. I, I don't know if I think. Aaron might have reminded me of this documentary that was on Netflix. I don't know if you guys have seen it. If any of you guys have seen it in the chat, sound off. Um, it's called uh, Trainwreck uh, Woodstock 99. 
Did you? Uh, did any of you guys watch this shit on Netflix? It's the. Um, I, I, it's it's like a three part docu series on uh, on Woodstock from 1999. Was it? Is it like new or yeah, have they oh, yeah. made it before and they're just replaying no, it? Because no, I've it, watched many from Woodstock '99. So this one here is a brand new documentary that they came out with exclusively for Netflix. Um, it goes through basically the three days. That's why it's a three day docu series. They oh, go yeah. through Friday, Saturday, and Sunday. And you know, Friday starts off okay, like oh, you know, it's gonna be a great show. And then, dude, you just see as this thing just starts to downward spiral into ground into the ground with how oh, bad it, it was. In, it turned into a fucking nightmare for that dude. that property owner. For I mean, it, it eventually just turned into fires and they just shut it down they were just it's done it's it's fucking crazy and shannon i don't know if you saw this on on netflix i mean it's it's uh-uh. fucking it's amazing i mean how bad and they you know i never even realized this too because boogie when i was watching this i remember when i was a kid me and my older cousin we actually begged our parents if they can rent yeah. woodstock 99 because you were able to watch it on pay-per-view back then they actually had a, a whole pay-per-view team that was there to to shoot the footage and shoot all the craziness of uh, of Woodstock '99. They got they had field reporters on pay per view walking around with girls with their fucking tits out. I mean, dude, listen, I was at 1999. I was 13 years old. You know, I'm watching this and I'm like, this is the greatest fucking thing ever. I'm like, oh my god, I get to watch this fucking for for three nights in a row. You know, I'm, I'm yeah, like, for 59.99. You know, this is amazing. I'm like, you know, listen, and the reason I am the way that I am guys is like, I had experiences like this, you know, my parents didn't care what I watched on TV when I was younger. I watched, you know, R rated movies. I watched, you know, shit like Woodstock 99. Um, I mean, it was great. You know, when I was a kid, I used to sneak out of my bed and, and go watch fucking the Howard Stern show on on e you know i used to sneak out and go watch it at 11 o'clock at night my daddy's come downstairs like, what the fuck are you watching i'm like oh, i'm just watching a couple strippers on uh, on tv and it's 11 30 at night i'm supposed to be in bed to go to school the next day you know my, my dad's like all right well you know what make sure you get to bed soon rest up <laughs> you gotta go to school tomorrow you weren't gay <laughs> yeah, my dad, was, maybe. My, da- my dad was probably proud of me. Like, yeah, fuck yeah, you. exactly. Uh, I got, I got a bright kid on my, on my, on my hands here. He didn't give a shit, you know. Back then, they, you know, listen, our parents didn't give a crap back then. It's a lot different than how it is now. But, dude, I'm telling you, man, I got, I watched that, um, I watched that documentary, and some of the bands, like, I remember the first night when Corn came on. You guys remember Corn? Oh, man. yeah, oh yeah. Holy fuck! I mean. I was watching this shit when corn came on and, and this crowd, 250,000 fucking people in this Naval air base in, in New York. And it just, dude, it, it was like watching ants and you see the people that were just getting flung around. And I don't listen. I'm, I'm kind of claustrophobic as it is. I don't think I would be, I would, I would have fucking died out there. How these people survived oh. out there. And dude, it goes into the amount of drugs they were using. I mean, listen, they had rave tents where people were just like giving out fucking ecstasy. Like it was candy. Like Skittles, like here, here, take one. You can't get in this tent unless you fucking take an ecstasy. That's it. I mean, they had they had rave tents set up. I mean, then they had um they had a special part on the first day. After the first day, they went through and they showed all the porta potties. I mean, listen, they had fucking miles. Oh God! Long. Oh my yeah. dude, listen, they, uh, this this documentary gets I up close that on and, History Channel. Dude, listen, it gets up close and personal with some of these fucking porta potties, man. I'm telling you right now, it, it is fucking disgusting. These people had to live there for three days, basically. No showers. That's that's it. You're 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 basically shitting on top of shit. 
they even said at one point yeah. they had to literally just take the whole porta potty out of there. They had to come in and pull it out with all the duty still in there because they uh -huh. couldn't they couldn't get it out of there because they couldn't. You know, they have like a system where they pump all the shit out of there. Right. But yeah, but but it was stacked up to the ceiling. So literally, if you open the door to the porta potty, um, all, all the duty would start flying out at you. Oh. Yeah. Sorry if anybody's uh, eating, eating, eating your uh, eating your dinner tonight, but I'm just being real here. But Ooh, I mean, and then and the amount of people that were just sleeping in this fucking filth and shit, dude. I mean, it's disgusting. I mean, watching it. And I remember they were they were driving down through the campsite where everybody was kind of hanging around with all this was afterwards, all the fires, everything was burnt that one of the guy that said it perfectly is, Oh my God, it looks like fucking Bosnia out here. It looks like fucking Bosnia. Ten <laughs> city. I mean, was it, was it worth all that just to go see a couple good musical? I mean, listen, the fucking, uh, the axe act. I mean, you had corn, you had, Rage Against the Machine. I mean, oh, so many. Green Day. F fucking Green Day. The other thing, too, I saw is uh, I feel so bad, too, because um, Cheryl Crow. I love Cheryl Crow. I think she's amazing. Amazing singer. And um, she was, like, during the day on the first Friday, you know, and I felt really bad because, like, you know, she was during the, you know, she was, like, one of the opening acts. I mean, listen, back then in 1999, if Cheryl Crow's an opening act at a concert, that's, like, mind-blowing now. It's, like, Cheryl Crow is, like, the goddamn headliner. But, you know, she was out there at like two, three o'clock in the afternoon and, and she was getting booed on stage. And the only reason why is because of the whole crowd. They just wanted they were chanting. Let's see your tits. Let's see your. They wanted to see your tits. That's all they wanted from her. Titties. They didn't care. Like she was on stage singing all these great songs. It was just the crowd was just so fucked up back then. You know, just think about the crowd. I mean, it, how many people do you know that pop a bunch of ecstasy pills? It's like, yeah, let's jam some Cheryl Crow. Well, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, but yeah, but you, yeah, but yeah, but you look at it from the promoter standpoint, Boogie, is that they put Cheryl Crow out there to kind of just get everybody kind of upbeat. You know, it's two o'clock in the afternoon. You know, you don't want Rage Against the Machine coming out there at two o'clock in the afternoon and fucking, you know, playing fucking testify and guerrilla radio. And dude, listen, people would be the whole place would be knocked down by the time it, it got dark out. So they were doing like the soft opening acts and they figured, you know, Cheryl Crow, she's got a good following. You know, she's she's well liked you know a lot of people liked her you know i mean and obviously she was and she still is a very nice to look at but i felt bad for her i mean she was getting heckled because they you know people wanted her to show her tits and shit and she's just out there trying to have fun and get the crowd amped up for all the acts to come and uh dude if you look at the crowd and you look at the people that got interviewed in this documentary boogie and shannon it's nuts because it's just a typical 1999 college frat boy fucking you know the kid that used to wear the visor backwards, you know what I mean? Like, you know, American yeah. Oh, yeah. pie fucking it, that's that's the crowd that's there. Leash blonde hair, purple yeah, the hair. They had yeah. the tips, you know, the, the tips. They had the fucking the frosted tips, the frosted tips like Lance Bass from sync. You know, they were they're straight. They, this was before the bro era. These were this was the dude era back then. You know what I mean? This was in the uh, Dude, yeah, dude, you gotta go to yeah. Woodstock, bro. <laughs> yeah, dude, dude, we gotta load up the Volkswagen yeah, minibus. So much better than Bottery. Yeah, how man, many beers dude. can we fit in here? Oh my god. Who needs a tent? I'll sleep well, under the tree. What it was, tree? 
the conditions were so bad. It was so hot. I guess um, even when they were checking in, guys, they were taking any of your liquids. So even if you like wanted to plan ahead and bring your own water, they were like, nope, can't bring it in. And they were running out of water or, or the waters were $4, which you're thinking $4 for a water. You know, usually now you go to a baseball stadium, a water's like $9. So yeah. but you got to oh. think back in 1999, $4 is a lot for a fucking water. You know, yeah, was- a gallon of gas in 1999 was 89 cents. So, right. so you, you look at the, dip and you see the kids complaining, like this one time, this, dude, I just bought this uh, bottle of water and these nachos, man. I paid $9. I mean, what is so much money? Dude, a little, little thing of nachos. Yeah. Like a little, like, you know, like you get your little fries and a little basket that they give you, you know, and you go to like a baseball, the, the, the kids like, I'm like $9. I'm like, dude, what the fuck? <laughs> Jesus. That's like that, that whole thing that he had right there now is like 25. Like, you just be happy. It cost to clean this shit up. Inflation. <laughs> it, 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 yeah, why, why, watching, <laughs> watching this whole thing made me happy and sad at the same time because number one, it's a great documentary. I love seeing all the bands come on. You know, all these fucking awesome bands from back in the day. I'm just like, oh, vey. I mean, these fucking great bands that were just so fucking awesome back then. They just kill a kid rock. Um, Limp Biscuit. I mean, Jesus. Oh, I mean, Limp Biscuit. Bay. This is when Gosh. fucking music was just fucking mind-blowingly fucking good. And it's just, you look at it now, you're like, oh, God, music sucks. Can you imagine what Woodstock would be like today? Taylor Swift and, uh, you know, I mean, who knows? Okay. A perfect plan. A per- <laughs> I don't even know who they are. <laughs> I don't even know who they are, but they sound corny. Oh, Yeah. You know, <laughs> just, you know what I mean? That's it's my like, next request. You're gonna fucking never let me request a song again. Yeah, it's <laughs> I like, can uh, tell you that. I can see it now. It's like, ladies and gentlemen, Woodstock 22 proud to present the main stage act for this Friday night, Lizzo. What Lizzo? <laughs> That's who we get, Lizzo. Uh, uh, hold on, wait, wait a minute. We used to have. Fucking Peter Frampton and and, oh, and yeah. all these Frampton all these comes alive all Show these great the way feel like it. I do Ooh, oh, whatever God. happened to Jesus. Santana I mean, Santana Santana was from the original I would fucking love yeah. to see Santana oh my God and he was he was at ninety he was at Woodstock ninety nine back in the day I bought the double box CD for Woodstock yeah. ninety nine I still have it in my old ass CD collection. I mean, oy vey, oye, oye, como va. I mean, it's fuck, como va, lindo. Fucking dude. And just, you know, those guys were fucking performers. Mm-hmm. You know, Red Hot Chili Peppers, another fucking band from oh. the 90s. Uh, 90, Woodstock. Oh, what the fuck? Who are you going to see Lizzo? You know? Yeah. Chance the Rapper. <laughs> what? <laughs> what? I, I remember um that you know a couple of years ago they tried to they were going to do a woodstock 50 and their main their main attraction there was 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 chance the rapper and i think jay-z was on the bill I'm like, I mean, i'd go see jay-z just because Even but not at the- woodstock 99 no or 99 you know what i'm saying so fucking underwhelming. I mean, to, if you're going to bring back Woodstock, dude, you got to bring back the originals. You know, you got to bring back the guys that were there in the original. Bring back fucking rock and roll. Crosby, yeah. Stills, and Nash. Yes. 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 Joe yep. Cocker. 
Oh, Joe Kyle, I think he's dead. Well, still, I mean, but even well, like, he's you know, dead as fuck. Jimi Hendrix, Creedence uh, Clearwater Revival, whoever's CCR. left in there, bring those guys. I mean, listen, got to bring back the vibe of them. Mix it with a little bit of the '99. I mean, '94 was a shit show. They had a lot of people on that one too. But um, you know, fuck Neil oh, Young, 90, those guys. You know, oh my fucking god, guys. you yeah, said Neil Young. Guys. I love you, Joe. Yeah, see what I mean? Fan I, of Neil Young. I think I love you. Those are the, <laughs> but the thing I love is, Neil is Young. If, he's my if, favorite. He's favorite my favorite. Artist. Yeah, I love him too. But you know, the thing Ooh. is, is you got to bring back some of these people that like made the original fucking one good. And it's just, you know, what are you gonna fucking bring? Put Lizzo out there. Um, you know, and they, oh Pitbull, let's put Pitbull out there. He's yeah. Oh God, yeah. There's not gonna be a gang fight at all. <laughs> well, you know, and then I kind of like Pitbull. I, I like, like him too. I I I like Pitbull. He's all right. He I always find myself right. my booty shaking when I, you know, that three to tango. But I really like that. Mm. Yeah, I mean, I don't mind him, but you know, he he does his genre of music. But again, the the, yeah. well, the whole thing with Woodstock has an aura of fucking great music, and it's just it wouldn't work in nowadays. It it would not seriously. And after watching this documentary, guys, it really instilled in me like. This shit would not work nowadays. There is not. The t I don't even think a lot of these artists would sign up for it to be like, it's a fucking joke right now. What, what am I even doing here? The money make a million good. dollars sitting on my couch. What the fuck am I going to go get? Right. Grass thrown at me for. Right. Um, yeah. Get you mud know? thrown at me and be there. I mean, and obviously, I guess when they were going to do, they were only going to do like a 65,000 person venue for the Woodstock 50 anniversary. Which okay, they had two hundred and fifty thousand at Woodstock '99, which I think they ended up realizing. Uh, maybe letting in a quarter of a million people into a in a naval air base probably isn't a great idea. Where uh, there's nowhere for anybody to go, nowhere to shit sleep. You know, it's like not a good. They they learned their lesson, but again, it was when you watch this, guys, you got to check it out. You end up finding out this was all just a big fucking cash grab. It was just all the promoters being money hungry they didn't care about the fans the people that bought tickets they didn't care about the music all they were doing was sitting in the back in their little trailers counting all the money that was coming in Man. and that's the demise of woodstock so everybody always asked me like oh what did you think of i've asked people have asked me did you ever watch woods oh yeah i saw it what, what do you think dude you think they'll ever come back with it no it's never going to come back because the people that ran it were money hungry and they really they they put a bad stain on a lot of people's careers too because they were linked to it you know, and down the road, people are like, oh, fuck. I mean, yeah, it was a great concert. It goes down in history. It was raw, fucking ruckus, crazy shit. But a lot of people now they're looking back like, wow, I can't believe I was actually even fucking involved with that shit. I feel bad for myself. Should have never even have been fucking involved with it. Yeah, it is what it is. Well, I don't know. It is. You guys got to check that out. I think you'll. Ch I think you guys will like it. It's pretty good. No, I will definitely watch it. I definitely check it out. I love sure. music, one hundred percent. So we usually like the same yeah. thing. So I, I trust yeah. you. Yeah, for sure. Hey, uh, let's do this, uh, guys. Let's. I got another phony phone call lined up. When we come back, we're gonna play a tune, and then um, Boogie. I want to get into this. Uh, this Mississippi State head coach. Uh, the the Mike Leach. Uh, the clips that I got from this guy. Uh, <laughs> you're gonna love these. Sounds dudes. great. I'm yeah. excited because I've seen head coaches go nuts. Mike Leach, he, he, you know me and Barstool Sports. I pay attention a lot to that. Yep. And I've heard a lot of buzz on the Twitterists, as I like to call it, about <laughs> Mr. Mike Leach and this and that. So, uh, 
The Twitterist? <laughs> yeah, I, I like to stimulate the Twitterist. <laughs> so you've heard of, uh, <laughs> so you've heard of Mike Leach before. All right, that's good. So oh yeah, you've heard of him. absolutely. Okay. Yeah, All right. I'm not so, a big uh, college football guy, but I mean, they are. They're a bunch of betting guys. So there you already. go. All right, here we go. Uh, a little uh, phony phone call. This is uh, that's a good one. This is uh, Ronnie calling a sex advice show. Ronnie the limo driver calling a uh, a sex advice show. This should always get interesting since Ronnie's so sexed up. Here we go. If you are not able to ejaculate when you want, you are not living up to your sexual potential. Yes, we have a caller. Do you have a question for our guest? Hey, it's Ronnie with a sexy, practical sex tip. Absolutely, yes. You lay her down on her back. You take out your dick. And you start to rub it on the nibbles of her tits. Hmm. That sounds interesting. Then you get that little jizz that comes out of your cock. What you do then is you take your cock and you put it in between her tits. And you start to titty fuck her. Um. Uh. And then you say to her, open wide, baby. Because I'm going to drop my load right in your mouth. Another sexy tip from Ronnie. <laughs> well, thank you, Ronnie, for that uh, you know, very sexy tip. We appreciate it. You being serious or are you breaking my balls? I really can't answer that question because um, I don't know what to say. I'm speechless. What are you breaking my balls for, dude? I was offended because it uh, was treating that woman like an object. It's fucking sex, dude. No woman <laughs> wants to be objectified in that way. You know, you guys make like sex is fucking dirty, man. What the fuck is wrong with all of you? There's nothing wrong with exploring <laughs> the body in all of its ways that it can be explored. But he was I talking about... I think what about... we're both saying is communication is the key. He must have a great sex life at home, analyzing everything he does. That's awesome. I guess you have a full... Uh active sex life with your partner. Dude, if I eat a girl out and she blows it in my mouth, fine. And you know what I'm saying? <laughs> that's really nice to know. I'm glad you are fulfilled. I'm not embarrassed, dude. Uh, that's uh, amazing. The way that he approached it, hey, I want to titty fuck you. I'm sorry, that's not the way to get what you want out of your partner. Really? Oh, really? <laughs> uh, Is our hour up? Is no, uh, hour? we have about um, 20 minutes. Yeah. Oh, I see. Okay. Uh, Slap my ass. <laughs> okay. Well, that was interesting. Yeah. This is yeah. a person who is just looking at our conversation to, for lack of a better word. <laughs> uh, BP, would you say you just call me Columbus? I love to explore. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> That's a good one. I love it. Uh, so fucked up. <laughs> I uh, love a good phony phone call. Got more coming up. Ooh, look at this little uh, little Bowie right here, guys. Little uh, David Bowie right here. Love me some David Time Bowie. Time will run. Hey, now, here we go. I've never sailed on the sea. I would not challenge a giant. I could not take on the church. Till the 21st century looks I know a government man He was as blind as the moon And he, he saw the sun in the night He took a top gun pilot And he, he made him fly through a hole Till it grew real old And he, and he never 
David Bowie right there. Time will crawl, guys. Not time will call. It's time will crawl. <laughs> get that <laughs> right. Make sure you get that right there. All right. A lot of people get that misconception wrong with that one, uh, Boogie. And they think that um, it's oh. time will call. It's no, it's time will crawl. Yes. You know, he kind of reminds me of Ziggy Stardust. I don't know why. Ziggy Stardust. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> guys, welcome back here live to the show. We got Boogie here on the panel. We got Shannon here. I got so much stuff to get to. Uh, nice action-packed show tonight. I'm uh, very happy to. Uh... Yay! <laughs> oh, thank you. Yay! Like, you, like, you like that new sound effect there, uh, Boogie? Uh... I love it. It, it just reminds bae. me. Yay! <laughs> <laughs> oh my god! All right, um, let me do this. Oh, you know what, Boogie? Let me ask you something. Um, this is so funny because uh, I was watching a lot of the news stuff today. And, um, you know, obviously they had the runoff thing last night with Herschel Walker and uh, what was that guy, Warnock? I, I don't know his first name. Was Shannon. You know, what's his first name? No, but I know. Uh, Raphael, Waff, Raphael I know. Warnock or whatever. I guess uh, he ended up taking the uh, the last Democratic seat in the Senate there and everyone's all up in arms like, oh, my God. Listen, I'll tell you one thing right now. I'm actually, you know, I don't lean one way, guys. I really don't. But Herschel Walker, that guy had no fucking business ever running for fucking Senate in Georgia. He's he a really football did. Player. Yeah, well, yeah, well, not you know, listen. There's smart football players out there, yeah. but listen, this okay. this guy was it was so fucking stupid and dumb. Just listening to him talk, I, I couldn't believe that that somebody would actually endorse this guy to actually go up there and I, and I actually can't believe that they put it into a runoff. I mean, that that many people voted for him, and the, the guy just if you listen to what he was saying in some of his speeches, he he didn't even know what the fuck he was talking about. I don't even think he knew what planet he was on. <laughs> <laughs> it, that's how bad it was. I, and and listen, guys, I, again, I'm not leaning towards one side. I call it straight down the middle here. I don't try to fucking sway one way. I do sway a little bit more towards the right, you know, obviously, because what the fuck is going on with our country right now is just a little bit, a little bit out of control. They want you know. stupid people in office so they can control them. Well, yeah, Anderson, but listen, this guy, I don't even think you can control him because he was so stupid. I, I mean, I don't even I don't even know if he knew how to walk. Yeah. I don't know if, if he had so many hits to his brain during his football career that his brains were so scrambled, but he was, he was borderline retarded. Uh, and this guy's out making fuck. He's out, you know, making speeches and shit. And the guy's running himself in circles. And I'm like, oh, my God. And his own kids are on there. His own kids saying like, yeah, my dad's a moron. Don't vote for this guy. It's pretty, pretty <laughs> You know, Boogie, it's like if you if your kid, you know, you're listen, you're going to run for president. Your your own kid goes on and says, uh, yeah, listen, my dad, Boogie Knights, does not deserve to run this country. He's a fucking loser. Don't vote for him. I mean, what would you do? Would you just like bow out and say, OK, well, my kid called me a loser. Maybe I'm a loser. I should bow out. <laughs> uh, uh, yeah, probably. Yeah. I mean, your own Pretty kid. Your own 17-year-old kid's telling you you're a fucking idiot and you shouldn't be doing this shit. Well, you know, maybe it's time to listen to your kid for once in your life. You know, I, I don't have any kids, and I don't know uh, that whole well, background. I mean, Herschel Walker, uh, yeah, it's something to say right here. <laughs> oh, Herschel Walker, one of NFL's greatest all-time running backs, says the long-term effects of concussions are likely being exaggerated. Really? 
After all that, <laughs> no, no, no. Listen, I mean, he's stupid. <laughs> yeah, I, I think whoever diagnosed him is having some type of fucking uh, trauma. I'm sure you know how these football players now what they're doing is when they die, they uh, they donate their brains and shit for uh, you know to to look at to see if they have you know long term you know hits to the head for all purposes to find out what the hell's really going on with them. Listen, take his brain. I, I'm sure that thing's like spotted like a fucking leopard. Uh, no way that he had there's no way that he had a functioning brain inside of his head for the, and I, listen, I got to give the guy credit guys for how far he got into, into actually almost getting into being the, the Senator for fucking Georgia is, is mind blowing. I, I think Thank a lot. God, of, I think I, I think a lot of the people from Georgia also must have played a lot of football and got a lot of hits to the head for even voting for that guy. So. <laughs> <laughs> He's just like me. Oh, yeah. Oh, he's just like me. Yeah. <laughs> you know I, mean? I can't color inside the lines either. I'm voting for him. I yeah. wanted him. I wanted. I wanted him to actually uh, win, so I can just like you know when they had the big Senate and House meetings. I just wanted to see when he had to stand up and like talk for Georgia. How stupid some of his comments would have been because they would have been great content for the show. I could have had like literally about you know the next four years of great content of just stupid Herschel Walker comments that I could have had Max pull clips for for the show. Like, oh yeah, let's see what let's see what Herschel Walker said this week. <laughs> now that you you've know, lost. See, that's you, the sick that's the that's sick not. part of that's the sick part of me is I only look for people's bad fortunes so that I can make fun of them on my radio show, see? You're a true Canadian. <laughs> Yeah, I know, no, no, I'm, I'm, a, Very true. I'm, a, I'm a true pro. I'm always looking uh, yeah. to see what's the next great bit for the uh, for the audience. You know, that's, that's how I, I that's how I look at life. You know, I'll be walking around the grocery store. I'm like, oh, man, I should have brought the task cam with me. I got two fucking Karens <laughs> fighting over a box of fucking Cheerios. Uh, this would have been great if I could pull this out and record it. That's what you, you know? need to do. You need to get you one of those go cameras. You can get one on Amazon for like 40 bucks. Well, no, me and um, and, and capture and, those moments. Me and Aaron have, if you look it up, it's called a task cam. We brought it on vacation with us this past year when we went down to Delaware. Oh, yeah. and listen, and we recorded, so, I mean, so many great clips. I mean, we had the episode, Shannon, where, uh, I mean, we, we recorded, and me and Boogie, I actually had Boogie on the phone, um, you know, at some of the times. we Aaron's were in, taking the shit. Oh, yeah. man, it was epic. Aaron, we had, uh, we, <laughs> yeah, Aaron, um, we had Aaron record. We were, I was recording Aaron interview people on the street. I mean, listen, we had a fucking great time with that thing. It's, it's literally uh, the same type of recorder these, you know, these news anchors use when they're out in the street. So, you know, we invested some big money into that thing and it, it proved out to be great. I just, uh, <laughs> we got to keep on using it. I got to bring that thing everywhere with me. Yeah. I run into, I run to these issues all the time where I'm out and I'm like, oh my God, why don't I have the task cam on me? And the iPhone doesn't do it any justice. Yeah. This thing's a, a pro recorder. So yeah, I got to start carrying that thing on me. But anyway, okay. yeah, but guys, listen, this is funny because, um, you know, I was watching this whole thing with the whole Herschel Walker thing, Ellie Lawson. Blah. So I saw this too. And uh, they went around the streets and they were interviewing just regular college kids about what they think about, you know, who's, who's the, like the worst person right now that's in the government. And this is great because like, you know, you always want to get a college student's um, <laughs> reaction on, on, on who's, because, you know, most of these kids don't watch news. They don't follow politics. They don't care. They kind of just see the stigma and what goes on in social media. Listen to some of these responses, guys. These will fucking, these will make you laugh. Here we go. Who is the dumbest person in our government? All of them are awful. Um, Marjorie Green Taylor. Dumbest person in our government? 
I'd probably say Donald Trump. Yeah. Probably Kamala Harris. Oh my God. I don't like her very much. Well, there's a long list. Joe Biden, Nancy Pelosi, um, the list goes on. I don't even know. <laughs> there's a lot of contenders. Well, I don't really feel like Joe Biden has that many brain cells, to be honest, so probably Joe Biden. Who's the dumbest person in our government? Joe Biden, by far. <laughs> President Joe Biden and Vice Joe President Biden. Harris, or whatever Kamala her name is. Kamala Harris. Kamala Harris. <laughs> oh, and uh, Michigan's governor, Gretchen Whitmer. I don't know if I hate anyone. Honestly, I don't keep up with politics. Okay. I have no idea, like, who's running what right now. I'm very ignorant <laughs> of that. So. No offense, I'm not trying to be mean. But like the president, the president. Wow. <laughs> I weep for a few. Yeah, the, uh, the most I, 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 answer was the chick that said, you know, what? I don't really follow. I'm pretty ignorant, so I'll pass. You know, <laughs> I like that. <laughs> um, uh, yeah, I, I really wish. People are going to be running our country when we're old. Nice. Yeah. Listen, Shannon, that's the sad part of that I got out of this. I'm like, oh, my God. I'm like, these are the fucking people that are literally going to be fucking taking care of me, you, and Boogie at some point in our lives. I mean, I, I'm fucking just, I'm like, oh, my God, this can't be it. Uh, wow. What are we? Fuck. Is Kevorkian still alive? <laughs> Dr. Kevorkian? Because I'll take care of that shit beforehand. Well, like, all right. I got to, you know, listen, one of the things that they, most of them said Joe Biden. So at least they do know a, a dumb, yeah. dumb schmuck when they see one right in front of their eyes. I mean, you, you know, listen, the guy is not fucking smart. He's not bright. So, you know, at least is he's not a bright. Well, but these kids, too, if you if, if these kids, you ask them who was president in 1994, they probably wouldn't know. So. Uh, Barack Obama? No, that's a long, <laughs> yeah. long time later. No, yeah, yeah. But, still, but still, you would think that, you know, they teach these kids now, like, some type of, you know, I remember I remember when I was a kid, I knew every single fucking president from the first one to the to all the way up to, at the time, it was it was Bill Clinton when I was in school. I knew yep. them all. One, one to fucking, whatever, 47 or 46, whatever it was at that point. But I knew them all. Because I was interested in it. They don't teach that shit anymore in, in school. They don't, they don't want you to know fucking ran this country. You know, it's just, you know, I got to I got to say, too, though, a lot of people did say like they're like a lot of those kids are like yeah, Joe Biden's a, a schlep. He's he's an idiot. You know, most of those kids that were in that video probably could run our country better than right now than what we're getting at this point. So I got to give them that at least, you know, but I don't know. instead of stimulus packages, we'll all get hot pockets. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> cool, hot pocket. Load up. <laughs> Load up. All right, uh, Boogie. I got these Mike Leach's uh, Mike Leach clips pulled. If you guys, I'm gonna give you a little background. I love this. I I never even knew about this until Max pulled these clips. So this guy, Mike Leach, he's the uh, head football coach for Mississippi State. Um, I got to give this guy a lot of credit. I think he's got some of the uh, the funniest fucking post game interviews that I've ever seen in my life. I mean, I've seen a lot of great ones. A lot of great coaches, a lot of guys just flying off the handle and going crazy and shit. But I don't know what this guy is uh, with his infatuation with talking about people's, um, you know, his players, fat girlfriends. One of his main put downs boogie is uh, he likes to talk about how his players are too interested in their fat girlfriends instead of playing the game of football. Um, well, I mean, it's just it's so degrading. <laughs> it's it's very degrading to, to just you know to put your players down and, and call your you know, their girlfriends fat and this and that. But I mean, listen, this guy has no fucking shame. 
I got a, I got a bunch of clips. I mean, dude, listen to how fucking crazy this guy is. And I, listen, I played football in high school, guys. And, um, you know, my, my coaches were all fucking assholes. They were dickheads. I was scared of these guys because they were just, you know, they would make us run laps until we'd puke all over our shoes. I mean, dude, it wasn't fun. I mean, and I look back now at playing fucking sports in high school. I know it's a lot different now because these kids are a little bit more coddled. You know, I'm sure they're not making you fucking run laps until you puke all over the place or, you know, you know, God forbid, you know, Jesus Christ. You can just imagine fucking DCF going into a high school. You're, you're torturing my kid and all this. It, back then, we weren't pussies. But, you know, nowadays, Boogie, none of that shit would fly. Did you ever get banged no, right. in your uh, uh, job? No. No, no. See, listen, yeah, 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 let me let me tell you. Listen, I was um, I I did witness. That was the other thing too. Was like the hazing. Like that shit doesn't go on anymore. But I'll tell you one thing right now. No. My day, I did it should. I did witness a lot of kids get fucking hazed, and I was one of those kids where I never got fucking. I never got hazed because I, I was when I was a freshman in high school. I was friends with like all the seniors and shit because my brother was a senior. So I was one of those kids that got into school and nobody fucked with me because my brother was like you know he's popular and. Like, oh, that's that's Bill's little brother, Joe. You know, nobody fucked with me because, I, you know, my brother would have fucking huge parties and shit at the house. And I was a freshman, you know, and I used to go around and like try to hit on all my brother's friends and shit, all his hot <laughs> girlfriends and shit. And, and I was walking around and I was cool. Like all the kids, like nobody fucked with me. So if like I ever had an issue, I could just ask my brother, be like, yo, this kid's, you know, he's, he's kind of like this kid. My brother be like, you want me to beat the shit out of him or have one of my friends beat the shit out of him? And I'm like, yeah, cool. So I never, I never had to go through that. But listen, I did see kids get fucking hazed back then, and and I did feel bad. But I had to turn a fucking blind eye to it because you know, when you're in high school, listen, it's uh, you know, it's a eye for an eye. It's all every man for themselves back then, boogie. You know what I mean? Dog, yeah, dog, and, and dog world. On top yeah. of that, you know, Mike Leach, he's getting paid five million dollars a a year for a reason, so he can kind of talk however he wants to. I mean, he's been a coach for twenty one years. His wins are 158, losses 107. I mean, yeah. bowl record, he's been 17 games. He's won eight out of the 17 games. I mean, that's, he's over 50%. That's pretty, yeah, that's impressive. So yeah. you talk any kind of way you want when you got that kind of stats, you got that kind of money. They pay you for a reason. Well, so. let me t- let me tell you something, Boogie. I mean, I understand that this guy's making money. He's he's doing good for their school, but dude, I'm gonna play some clips here. Some of these, I mean, this why this guy's not gotten fired? They must really like this guy at Mississippi State. This guy must be so protected. They don't care what they put a hot mic in front of him. And they're like, dude, let's just go say whatever the fuck you want. We don't care. Just keep winning us football games. Um, call the players' girlfriends fat. Um, say call their mothers whores. We don't care. Just keep winning some fo- uh, football games here at Mississippi State. Here, uh, I'll play the first one here. Um, let me see. Oh, this is the first one where he calls the the fat little girlfriends one. This is just it's amazing. As coaches, we failed to get through to them. As, as coaches, we failed. Uh to make our coaching points and our points more compelling than their fat little girlfriends. Now, their fat little girlfriends have some obvious advantages. For one thing, their fat little girlfriends are telling them what they want to hear, which is how great you are and how uh, how easy it's going to be and how, <laughs> you know, uh, you know, we had, we had, you know, we had a whole bunch of people. Everybody wanted to win the football game, but nobody wanted to play the football game. Well, I, I mean, that defies every level of uh, work ethic that exists with regard to football. and. Uh, as coaches, we have to solve our failure on uh, on reaching them, and uh, the players have to listen. And I, I'm willing to go to uh, 
fairly amazing lengths to try to make that happen. I don't know if I'll be successful this week or not, but, but you know, I am going to try, and there will be some people inconvenienced, uh, and if it happens to be their fat little girlfriends, too bad. <laughs> I fucking That's love it. That's an oxymoron. I love it. Uh, fat little oh, girlfriend. Oh, we fat. I mean, how many times did he say fat little girlfriends in that quick one minute clip? I yeah. mean, he, he really, <laughs> listen, I'm telling you, he, uh, he really drove the nail home, making sure that uh, everybody looked at their fat little girlfriends and said, listen, this is the reason why we're losing football games is because of you. Okay. Cause you're fat. Yeah. And, and you're my he's girlfriend. Causing, he's causing some shit. I love it. Ruckus in, in the locker room. He's being like, He's throwing it out to his players on live TV, and everybody and the players are like, "Fuck, maybe this dumb bitch is a problem." Maybe like, she's fat. And she's my girlfriend, so maybe I need to move on for my fat little girlfriend. <laughs> and not so much that, but like, <laughs> you need to leave me alone, girl. We're playing bad because of you. Yeah, Mike. My, my, my coach, my coach, Mike Leach, said that the reason why we're losing is because you're fat and because you're my girlfriend, and I need to find something else. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe I'll, become, hurts, may, you know. maybe, I, maybe I'll become anger. a winner. Yeah. I'll, I'll become that a winner. Anger, that testosterone open. It's and not I guess you, what? it's me. <laughs> yeah, it's not you. Yeah, exactly. And, and my coach. My coach is very, you know, he's kind of like my second dad. You know, he said that you're fat. <laughs> and you're fat. And then, you know, and, after that, November 20th, 2022, 56 to 7 blowout against Tennessee. <laughs> so. Well, and, you know, the other thing that Mike Leach doesn't like also is dumb questions from reporters. And I love the, the question about, uh, you know, I guess at one point during the season, uh, Boogie, they were having a tough time kicking field, um, extra points. You know, if you guys don't watch football out there, you got to, uh, you know, after you score the touchdown, you got to make the extra point. That's what keeps you in the game. But I guess uh, he they weren't doing a great job at, uh, at hitting their, uh, their extra points. And uh, Mike Leach went out to say, listen, you know, what? I might as well just go out there and kick them myself. I mean, this guy is just, uh, <laughs> take a listen. But is there anything like you can kind of say to your guys to kind of, you know, help, help address that and help them, you know, be less like that than what you mentioned? Uh, so you think there was a sentence or two that wasn't said last week? I mean, left out a, a phrase, maybe a couple words, uh, maybe a key adjective here or there. Uh, no, I think it's a little more complex than that. With the with the struggles on extra points, would, have you considered you know going for two here on out, or is that not something? Yes, I have, and I've considered kicking some of them myself. <laughs> <laughs> this guy's amazing, dude. And he just he doesn't fucking care. He's like whoever wherever he could put down in his post game press con. He listen. He uses these things as a uh, like a platform to show how funny he is. This guy should be a comedian. <laughs> Go see his his comedy show. It's great. <laughs> you know, and also, too, guys, is he gives, um, I found a clip, too, of, um, well, I didn't, Max, of, uh, of, he gave out dating tips, I guess. He was on a local uh, Mississippi uh, sports network show. You know, they have, like, um, you know, in your local city, they have, like, the sports network where they play all your local sports. So he, they actually interviewed him to ask him for dating tips. I mean, you want to hear some of his dating tips, Boogie? Because uh, they're not far off from what he actually thinks in real life of, uh, you know, what should be the perfect dating match for somebody for his players. Um, sounds good to me. I mean, I could always use tall, flathead. 
Yeah, what, well, one of the things he says is you should bring a girl out to somewhere that doesn't have a salad bar so that you can actually watch her eat like a normal human being. Uh, his thing is like, you know, if you're going to get a girl, you know, you need to get somebody that's going to go out and eat like you, you know, so you can actually see, you know, not go out and eat a piece of fucking, you know, salad and, and you know, and, and so. no, he, he, he wants, he and wants to find fo- out she's anorexic afterwards. Yeah. He know? wants his football players to take them out to like a fucking, you know, a steakhouse somewhere and, you know, fill them up and gorge them out. Yeah, this is this this guy's just he's he's fucking amazing. Take a listen. Will in Lubbock, Texas, he says, I'm a freshman at Texas Tech and I'm new to Lubbock. I've got a first date with a girl and I was wondering if you might have some recommendations. Well, uh, you want someplace casual to begin with because uh, you don't want something real formal in the beginning. So someplace casual, I recommend uh, Kegel Steakhouse, which is very casual. The other thing that's great about it is. Uh, is that there's very little salad there at Kegel, so then the, the, the girl will be forced to eat in front of you, which is something that women hate. But if you can make them do it, the earlier the better, the more that they'll, uh, you know, uh, conversate and let their, you know, let their, uh, uh, show their true self. And then um, I'm a big movie guy. If you want to do it uh, more like I did when I was your age, you could go to the Stars and Stripes Drive-In Theater because that's what they had in Cody, Wyoming. But uh, otherwise, uh, uh, you know, the, the movie theater is pretty good, but then you want to end it somewhere like uh, uh, some cool coffee shop type of place where there's bizarre looking characters going in and out so that if the conversation <laughs> isn't going well, you can, uh, uh, you know, you can reference some of the uh, different characters you see coming and going from the place. And then uh, if, it, if it's a huge night and you're really having a, uh, a good time, then... Uh, uh, you know, you can uh, trade uh, computer uh, schemes and uh, and uh, emails and all that uh, mischief that people are up to on that uh, nowadays, which I know nothing about. Will? <laughs> oh, Jesus Christ. He has no clue. Uh, yeah, so bring no. out the girl. And, uh, yeah, we're going to go eat steak first. Make sure she doesn't eat salads. Then uh, go to a movie. Make sure she gives you a hand job while you're sitting in the seat. Because if she doesn't. <laughs> Then, uh, you know, this girl's not a real good one. If you can get a blowjob, hey, that's extra points. It's almost like getting a two-point conversion on the date. Then uh, <laughs> then, uh, then uh, bring her to the coffee shop and uh, people watch. People make fun of all the fat girlfriends that are sitting with the football players that you play football with. And, uh, yeah, listen, that's my idea of a good date. And, uh, yeah. <laughs> you can make fun of all the characters, the weird characters. Yeah, all the characters. Yeah, the characters that come in. Yeah. Oh. Lord. This guy this is, is just what, <laughs> I love it. I'm looking at Sports Illustrated right now. And he, he's the got guy, to say about Yeah, he's a uh, decorated coach, Boogie. The guy is a decorated coach. I mean, but he fucking is cup. Listen, I'm not this isn't doctored shit. I'm playing real clips of this guy, but how why the fuck is this guy never gotten canceled? It's like nobody wants to touch him. They're like, oh fuck that guy. He's too crazy. Don't fuck around with him. <laughs> Jesus he should Christ. go out with the cheap guy. This is, yeah. this is what he had to say, uh, Leach. He's preparing. He's preparing for uh, the Egg Bowl, which you know that's. Wait, hold on, you muted yourself. What is it? The Egg Bowl? The fuck is the Egg Bowl? What happened, buddy? Okay. Something happened yeah. with his mic. 
Uh, he's got to sort it out. The egg bowl. Well, here, li- listen, uh, Shannon, I got one more to play here. <laughs> sorry. <Okay. laughs> sorry, not sorry. Oh, this is where he talks about um, fish sandwiches, lemonade, and fat girlfriends again. Um, okay. Again, I don't know what he what his infatuation is with people's fat girlfriends. Um, but Maybe he's a chubby chaser. Yeah, here you go. <laughs> I'll get in trouble for this, I'm certain. But where, where you know, instead of playing hard and getting a first down and getting a play, then, you know, you want <clears throat> to sit behind a, a, a shade tree, eat a fish sandwich, and uh, drink a lemonade with your fat little girlfriend. And that's what we're <laughs> shooting for way too. What is wrong with this guy with the fat little girlfriends thing? I don't understand it. I love it. Amazing. <laughs> I love it. Every bit of it, to be honest. You can sit behind a shade tree. That girl porn in his house. Yeah. 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 And, you know, let me ask you something. You know, make sure that that lemonade, it's not diet. You know, it's got to be, uh, make sure there's a 100%, you know, real lemonade and fresh squeeze because, you know, diet lemonade is bullshit. It's your fat girlfriend. This guy's a <laughs> fuck, guy is a fucking creep, dude, and a half. Holy vey. What a weirdo. What a, f- I mean, listen. I like I'm, it. I like it too. Listen, I t- I already told Max. I'm like, listen, you keep you keep an eye on this guy next year in bowl season, and and, and you make sure you record. E- We're gonna record every single goddamn fucking post news conference from this guy because this guy is uh he's, he's he's a legend. He's he's got great clips. And if, <laughs> and if you're a sports better out there, I mean, think about it. This guy, pay attention, pay attention. He's doing yeah. Things. What's the, what, he's what's a the old he's a shaker? Hey, listen, you know what I'm going to do is I'm going to start. A, what's the over under that he's going to say fat girlfriends during his post news conference? There we go. We can... <laughs> <laughs> On every Friday, every, every yes. Friday night, every Friday night show, we're going to do what the over under is on Mike Leach coming out the next day on Saturday after his uh, team plays. And we're going to be like, all right, well, let's see what his over under is, is if he says the word fat girlfriend uh, on, on, on his post conference. I, listen, I think we would. You know, put up some do re me on that. <laughs> okay, well, what what would be the over and what would be the under? Oh, it depends. Listen, what number? That all depends. Yeah, yeah it, I mean, it depends. We're we're gonna have to compare. You're gonna have to watch. Yeah, yeah, you're gonna to plus you're gonna have to watch. Yeah, you're gonna have to watch who they're playing. You know, if they're favorited or if they're not favorited. I mean, you know, I, I think if they lose, then he's gonna come out and he's gonna really be linging around Start those talking uh, fat, about fat girlfriends, fat little girlfriends. Yeah, so I think that. Uh, <laughs> So you're going to have to pay attention to last year's stats, see yep. who they lost against, and then see to, how many fat girlfriends. Yeah. You're, I mean, you're going to have to do your homework. Yeah, you're going to do your homework. If you have some extra money, send a fat stripper to a stripper <laughs> to the front door. Yes. <laughs> there you go. Like a fat, fat little, little girl. A fat little girl. Like a, <laughs> a, like a chubby midget. Like get extra with it. A chubby ass midget. You like little fat little girls? You don't like fat little girls? Yeah. You know, gonna make that bitch eat though. Gobble gobble. It's something. You know, one thing I was, (laughs) one thing I was thinking about doing in this year too, coming up at the Super Bowl. Oh, hey now. Um, is um, I'm actually gonna do some prop bets here on the show. Me and Aaron were actually kind of throwing them around. 
We're going to see how this uh, this year's Super Bowl shakes up because we didn't do it last year because me and Aaron, we you know, Aaron was kind of on and off the show because he had a lot of stuff. But we have um, this year we were thinking about we're going to do a special show with just straight up prop bets. We're going to take prop bets from everybody. If you guys want to put up a prop bet, um, we're going to come up with maybe 10 or 15 different prop bets. Um, everybody can kind of throw in some cash on it and we'll see who wins. You know, if you win your bets, you'll get your money. Um, I mean, we have crazy nice. ones. Last week, last year we did them, um, you know, because they had Snoop Dogg and, and a bunch of other, uh, whether or not Snoop Dogg would come on stage smoking weed. Uh, there was one, what was, because Eminem was there. What is going to be the song that Eminem comes out with? I mean, the prop oh, bets yeah. from the Super Bowl are actually more interesting than the, the Super Bowl itself. Um, you know, are, and you had 50 you Cent doing in? his, I'm in. You yeah, had 50 Cent doing his upside I'm down. In. Yeah, I mean, yeah. Like, like stupid ones. I mean, there's there's literally so many different prop bets that you can do during the Super Bowl. They're more fun than actually betting on the game. I like doing the prop bets. I think they're more fun. So we're gonna actually uh, we'll do well, a show one night. Bank lately, so yeah. speaking of speaking <laughs> yeah, I mean, of money and and prop bets and making money and things like that, man. You know, I'm pretty thirsty, Joe. You're pretty thirsty. So am I, dude. And you know what? The reason why. I'm so thirsty because I haven't taken a sip of my Aquavite kombucha in a couple minutes because we were having so much fun laughing at Mike Leach. But yes, guys, the official sponsor of the Joe Antonio <laughs> show is Aquavite kombucha. Guys, it's a premium probiotic tea, organic kombucha, non-alcoholic, premium ingredients, live probiotics, beneficial enzymes, gluten-free and vegan and handcrafted in the great state of Vermont. Guys, so many great flavors to choose from. You got your ooh, ginger. I had a ginger for lunch today. It was really good. Just plain ginger. Elderberry. I'm sipping on one right now. Hold on a second. Let's see what we got, guys. Hmm. Oh, I got some peach out tonight. It's a little warm here it. in the Northeast. I knew it. Ah. A little warm here, so I went to the peach out. Guys, uh, the Pledge of Authenticity, they only use premium ingredients or live cultures and probiotics are developed during fermentation and not lab manufactured. Their kombucha is always alive, vibrant, never pasteurized, and... They use the latest technology to produce a non-alcoholic kombucha. Guys, check them out on Facebook and Instagram at Aquavite Kombucha. That's A-Q-U-A-V-I-T-E-A-K-O-M-B-U-C-H-A. Or their official website, guys, www.aquavite.com. Make sure to use that promo code GUTHEALTH10. At checkout, you get 10% off your order and free shipping on aquavite.com's website that's on their kombucha, seltzers, anything else guys. Make sure to go to aquavite.com promo code guthealth10 up until the end of the holiday guys. 10% off your order and free shipping or use guthealth15. Anything over $90 or more guys get 15% off your order with the same free shipping. Guthealth15 that's at aquavite.com. All right. All right. <laughs> Does cool. kombucha have Thank anything coconut? No, they don't have co- no. Oh, I, I, thank no. God. Yeah, me too. Oh my God! If they, jeez, had something- yeah. why would you say oh, that? No, why would they you had- say that? <laughs> yeah. yeah, if they had coconut, I, I would be like, I'd have to contact. Yeah, my you rep. bet, little girlfriend. I bet's got some coconut. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> Well, some cocoa f- nut, maybe. My f- <laughs> your fat little girlfriend likes. No, listen, I'll tell you, if Aqua, if Aquavite ever came out with something with coconut in it, I'd have to contact my rep, Emily, and be like, listen, what are we doing here? Can I please come in and um, do some R&D with you guys, some research and development, and and, and please um, eliminate this coconut? I, I don't like – I have friends at work that drink coconut water. I'm like, how do you drink this? Oh, fuck Scott? them. 
fucking disgusting shit. I mean, it's it's nasty. It's gross. It's Fuck them twice. Sc- yeah, I don't, I don't coconut it's, water. It's, it's just, I'm it's not gross. saying fuck your friends, but no, fuck coconut all the way. I, you know what? I, I like I I like coconut shrimp. Did you guys ever have a coconut shrimp? Yeah, I, coconut I shrimp is delicious, yeah. but I mean, the only time I'm drinking coconut milk, coconut anything. I'm stranded like fucking Tom Hanks. Fuck yeah. that. It makes me want to smash a coconut over my head. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> you know what I mean? That's how I feel. Um, all right, guys, let's do this here. What did I have? Um, oh, I had another phony phone call lined up. I just got to find it. We're almost getting to the end of the show here. Jeez, uh, Boogie, I just got to say. Uh, Time has good, flown. Yeah, good job tonight, uh, you know taking the reins here uh you know i bombed a couple of times man you bomb dude you bomb talking about bomb just say don't don't publish it don't put ah all right why dude this was a great show are are you serious boogie can i tell you something dude you're better than what you think you are all right you know as long as i'm at the fucking uh the the sticks here you're you're good we lead the show uh, we, we get it good. All right. Just, just, just shut up, dude. Don't stop. <laughs> All right. Christ. I wanted you to talk the whole show. I wanted you to talk. Yeah. You know, Jesus Christ. Don't, I mean, don't. I came in in the middle of a music situation, over talked a little bit. I mean, come on. Dude, dude we'll listen. I'll t- we'll can I can I tell you something? We're we're over a um an internet platform. We're not live in a studio together. So for us to be able to do this the way that it's done, and you listen back to these shows, it sounds oh, yeah. great. So if we were live all in a studio, say you know, picture me, you, Hannah, and Aaron all in a fucking studio together, dude. It would sound fucking ace. It'd be perfect. But we're in the constraints of having to deal with, you know, internet latency and all this shit. So we're doing this the way that we are for how this show oh, yeah. comes out. And you listen back to it, dude, don't don't beat yourself up. OK, because honestly, this is the way that it is now. There, oh, yeah. By the way, folks, you all hearing that we should set up a go fund us so we can all uh, make a pot in house. No. Well, yeah. Well, that's, you know neither here nor there that's that's gonna you know <laughs> i i but not again listen yeah you, you gotta you gotta you gotta understand that we're, we're not we're not all in the same goddamn building here so for us to for our show to sound the way that it does you, you gotta pat yourself on the back I, I always pat myself on the back at the end of the night hey man it took me a long time to get where i'm at i got the headphones not as good as yours but i've been jerking off on my headphones ever since I mean, I yeah. started out with earbuds. <laughs> <laughs> sounds like you. So. Sounds like you're really there. I, maybe I should buy you a VR headset for your uh, for your birthday or for Christmas this year. See, going back to the, you know, you know, you know <laughs> Boogie's gonna be fucking on the show, and it's like every single hey, Boogie. Are you there? No, no, I gotta go back to the closet. <laughs> hold on, hold on. Hey, out to the garage. Go? Oh no. We lost I'm going to the garage. <laughs> <All right>. <laughs> Yay! <laughs> <laughs> All right, guys, this is um this is a great phony phone call. Let's do this. When we come back, we'll play a final tune to get the hell out of here. I love this one. This is uh Chris Wilding calling up a uh, internet radio show, and he calls up and he's talking to these. He's talking to an internet radio show, and he's like acting like he's really nervous to talk to these people, and uh, he starts puking live on the air. 
Uh, he gets so nervous. You, you'll love this one, Boogie. This is a good one. <laughs> Here we go. Too many people who are like experts on Brian Epstein. Are you really like the guy now, maybe in the whole world? The number like, one guy? Like I, I don't know. You know, I'm certainly, <laughs> but I, but I am certainly up there. You know. <laughs> okay. Can I ask a question? Hello. I guess somebody called in. This was kind of unplanned. I didn't. Sir, I didn't know I was on the air. I'm really nervous. Um, it's it's a pleasure to to, to talk uh, with your guest. I'm I'm a big big fan as well. Thank you. Yeah, uh, but my name's Kevin. Sorry, like I say, I'm I'm just <laughs> I wasn't expecting to be on it. Please, nothing nothing to be nervous about. It's nice to meet you, Kevin. Well, my pleasure to meet you. So my <laughs> my question. <laughs> you okay? Did we lose Kevin? <laughs> I don't know what's going on there. Okay, we got to stop that. I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry. I was just a little <laughs> sick. I wanted to know about Brian. Did you ever find in your research when you spoke to these people that he yeah. was someone... <laughs> okay. <laughs> I don't know what that shenanigans was about. I, oh, okay. Somebody, I think I got them muted. Um, so, uh, boy, so we can, we will, we can, we will remove that before we publish this. So I apologize okay. for that. <laughs> oh my God. Did I just hear this back in the back? Hey, Shannon, did you hear somebody peeing in the background? I did. Yes. Boogie, were you fucking peeing I in the background while I forgot to fucking mute myself? <laughs> yeah. I told you I fucking died. This will not be published. I am sorry. I was peeing and puking. Puking? No, I wasn't puking. Wait, hold on a second. No, no, hold on a second. Hold on, the, 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 the best part about Son it was. Son of a bitch. I hear we just fucking- got. I hear puking coming from the fucking phony phone call, and then I hear peeing in the... Then I'm thinking to myself, I'm like, wait, I don't ever remember somebody peeing in the background of this clip before I played it. <laughs> hey, Boogie, I gotta tell you. Fucking listen, nightmare. Let me, let me tell you something. Whip it out, Boogie. That added to the uh, to the greatness of the phony phone call. You were the first person... You know what it is? It's one of those times where you actually have to puke and pee at the same time. So you're puking into the toilet bowl. And, um, hey, it's... Uh, you know, that, listen. You just add it to the uh, to the greatness of that phony Jesus phone call. Christ. Damn, baby, hold you. my ponytail. And we're just like, we're not gonna post this. We're not. Gonna, and I was just bitching about not posting. Son of a bitch. Hey, listen, listen. Let me tell you something, asshole. This is my show. I'm just getting posted. So, no, post it. No, do it. Hey, Damn. boner. Yeah, this is getting fucking posted. I don't care what you think. Douche. Oh, what a nightmare show to me. It's Fuck you. you. Not getting Fuck posed. you. Fuck you. Oh Fuck you. Not getting posted. Of course it's getting posted. I I want it to be now. Boogie nice. Just make meditation boogie. tapes with that boogie. Yeah. I mean, this, <laughs> this, this, was a, this was a great show, too. I mean, listen, I'm proud of this show. I mean, we had a fucking fun time. We touched on a lot of stuff, yeah. played some fun clips, phony phone calls. I mean, listen, just like any other show. I think I, I think I think Boogie almost peed his pants. He was so excited. He's like, oh my God, a funny phone call. <laughs> yeah. Hey, That's what happened. And I was I didn't hit mute. <laughs> Son of a bitch. Yeah. Damn it! So, so. <laughs> oh, boogie! I still gotta learn, you man. Listen, uh, thank you so much for coming out as a co-host, Shannon, my hey, lovely man. Shannon. Thank you so much for coming out. So great to hear from you again. Yes, uh, I love you. You, you know, I love you, Joe. 
I know, and you're always oh, welcome shit. here. Outside the normal was here. I'm sorry. Yep. And, uh, and now you do a great job on the show, Shannon. As always, you're always welcome here. You're just an extension of the family here that we have here on the Joe Antonio exactly. Show, right? 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 Boogie. Oh, absolutely! I love this chick, man. I We've feel the same to... way. You know, if you right. ever Talk... need me, you call me. I'll fill in. And I'll be talked... there. <laughs> yeah. I'll be around. Yeah. And I'll be listen, there. I'll tell you one thing right now, man. When you were peeing in that toilet bowl, it sounded like you were peeing hard into that thing. So I don't know if after I, I was rough. Might... I've been holding for a long time. Yeah, it so... sounded like I might I might have startled you, and you still have a little bit up in the reserve tank. So you might want to uh, after the show go back. From, uh, <laughs> he he uh, needs a soundbite of that. Oh, uh, listen. <laughs> you know, the ship part. Yeah, here it comes. I, I was, you know what, Shannon? I was gonna pause the clip of the phony phone call in the middle and actually see if that was him peeing. Just so I was, my mind wasn't playing tricks on me, but I didn't want to interrupt. I didn't want to. I didn't want to interrupt the phony phone. And you never want to interrupt the stream that. because it might hurt. Yeah, man, what an embarrassment! I'm gonna get you next time, dude. Yay! You know, no, nobody's ever safe here. Embarrassing. You do it all the I know. time. Boogie, you call me, okay? And then all of a sudden, mm. it's like. Here he goes. He's peeing. And he's yeah, but I tell you. I tell you. I'm like, hey, I'm going to take a piss. Call, though. I do. I'm like, hey, I'm going to take a piss. This, yeah, but next time, you know, next time, make sure this, you hit your fucking mute button before you, uh, you know. I know. Damn it. <laughs> it will never happen again. Or at least right. not. <laughs> I'm not going to say that. No, no, I'm not going to lie. All right. Well, guys, it's been fun. Let's do this too. Yeah. Uh, a little uh, limp biscuit. We talked about them earlier, guys. Love you. Yeah. We'll be back this weekend, guys. Friday night, we'll be back. Joe Antonio show. Thank you, Shannon. Thank you, Boogie. Joe Antonio show, guys. Make sure to go to the JoeAntonioShow.com for all the episodes. See you on Friday night for more madness and fun. And around me, the witness me fail and become weak. Life is overwhelming. Heavy is the head that wears the crown. I love to be the one to disappoint you when I don't fall down. But you don't understand when I'm attempting to explain. Because you know it all, and I guess things will never change. But you might need my hand when falling in your hole. Your disposition, I'll remember when I'm.
Life is so long until you're dying 